I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. Welcome everybody to another episode of the value pack. That's right. This isn't a scuffed intro because I'm back. Uh, like Frosty said last weekend so elegantly, I was saving the world or something. I forget exactly what you said. It's It started off fine and like factual. You're like, he's got some college stuff to take care of. I was like, yeah. And then you're like, and also he's like writing Mother Nature or something. I was like, wait, 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 what? You were giving seals a bath. And wiping oil off of seals <laughs> off the coast. What the fuck? But anyway, I am back. I took a week off because I had a lot of school shit that I needed to work on. Uh, still do, uh, in fairness. But uh, yeah, I'm here now. So uh, I know everyone's so happy to have me back. I am the Alex Jones of this podcast, after all. So <clears throat> glad to be back. You got to have at least uh, one whack job or there's no entertainment. <laughs> right, exactly. That's why yeah. last episode was so boring. Uh, before we get started, though, I want to thank our lovely patrons over on Patreon, those of us that are supporting us. Calahad, Vadriana, Hawaiian, Auscultation, Minaria, Jeremy Johnson, Lord Carrot, Mayo Knight, Talos Acceptum, Infrax, and Valai Karen, Jeskar, and I Has Issues. Thank you guys so much for your support. We really, really appreciate it. And everybody else who also uh, supports us over on Patreon in the uh, other level tiers. Thank you guys so, so much for your support. Really appreciate it. Now, shit went down this week. Shit went down. Frosty, did you like to uh, talk about what shit went down, even though I'm sure everyone knows about it because it's all anyone's talking about? All right, so there was a tier one node war on Monday. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if that that's what we led the show with, a tier one node war? One tier one. And no by order. the way, there was a tier one medium that was fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got some some nutty new balance changes that people are um, they're kind of torn on. Some people are excited, some people are pissed. But here's the gist. So I was thinking, should we just go through kind of what all of them are, or just talk about it as a whole, or how do you guys want to do this? I. I Maybe we go through the classes and just briefly talk about what it seems like people are talking about they're going to take on okay. their classes, you know? All right, so here's the overall like, gist. Yeah, there, there's, a new, there's a new system uh, at the bottom of the Awakening skill tree. There are six options. It's your six main Awakening abilities that on the old tree that you used to see, you know, the six abilities that now are not there. Um, so it's basically no flows or anything. It, at least as far as I can tell. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that, but it looks like it's just the six main abilities. You get to choose one of them, and that skill uh, will either have a protection added to it or a CC added to it, depending on what it already has. So here, here's their description of it. Bond skill has been added to Awakening. Uh, it is a skill that strengthens the existing skill even more than, even more like non-Awakening Jin skill but it has a different method and role to uh, acquire. First of all, you can choose and acquire only one of all these skills, and the skill acquired will only gain ca uh, crowd control effects or defensive effects, forward guard super armor, without additional damage or increase in hits. 
With the addition of this skill and the PvP damage increase of certain awakening skills applied through this patch, it is expected that the performance gap between succession and awakening that many adventurers have sent opinions about will be resolved to some extent. In in addition, and then we'll we'll get to the rest of that because there's uh there's other stuff. But um so for example, warrior, we'll start with warrior first. Their six bond skills are solar flare, merciless, grave digging, balance strike, frenzied strikes, and uh, pulverize. So I think for this one, Rez, the one people would be choosing, or the two, would be Solar Flare and Grave Digging, if I have that right? Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I know was, we had Shiro on not too long ago, and he was talking about how he wanted Super Armor on Solar Flare, so I think that's probably going to be the main one, but the, the CC on Grave Digging is also pretty tempting, I think, for a lot of warriors, honestly. Oh, um, I actually have to do a, uh, a formal apology to... Uh to Shapiro about that because uh you know he I said it was crazy that they would never put SA on Solar Flare but here I am standing correct <laughs> <laughs> fucking unbelievable PA what the fuck I love that his name is now Shapiro um yep that's how I always <laughs> Sphero Shapiro dude Spir Shapiro Spiro Shapiro like 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 Ben Shapiro on the on the, the Daily Wire yeah um so basically what it is is like when you choose the bond skill for solar flare solar flare has a stiffness on it um with the bond version it'll have stiffness and super armor or if you choose grave digging you will have a bound on successful smash attack which i believe is the last hit of grave digging right a little downward strike uh, yes yes yeah, yeah. that is my understanding of it as well yeah so those two are i i don't know like the solar flare one again kind of like Sphero said you have it's so fast like, obviously, you do get caught out of it sometimes, but I almost feel like the grave digging one is kind of nutty. A at least for large scale, I don't know. Mm, I would, Maybe not. I would honestly, I agree with what you're going with, Frosty, but mm -hmm. I honestly feel that mobility is more of the problems that they, they are having. Yeah. Like, in and out of uh, the ball. That and the like cooldown. I mean, Warrior's been playing more as a flex role lately um rather than in the ball so the solar flare will help with their mobility just like how when the when we talk about the mystic uh strikers they're probably going to be prioritizing the torpedo for super armor for mobility as well i think it's a very similar situation yeah plus the cooldown I mean, warrior does low. have a lot of decent mobility that is protected but some of it's forward guard based so when you're trying to run away you know you kind of get caught in the back sort of thing right it's um, my hunch Ranger, Ranger is uh, they got Cold Blade, Wailing Wind, Elven Rage, Breezy Blade, Waltz, and Tremble. Um, they will likely be going for Waltz, um, but Breezy Blade yeah. maybe. Um, the thing is with Breezy Blade, it's really cool because it's a four second cooldown super armor skill that moves you forward with stiffness. But it was brought to my attention. I, I asked Anfield about it, and he was saying that Waltz is kind of more important just because uh, having another again protection on an ability that moves you forward is more helpful even though the knockback on waltz is kind of shitty so yeah. mina mina told me he really likes the waltz one and that's what he would probably take he's back yeah. on ranger by the way he, he rolled off of witch back on ranger yeah he always goes to the busted classes uh sorceress <laughs> <laughs> dude awakening ranger is looking pretty cool though lately obviously it's not whiz witch but i don't know they've got some cool stuff going on um, I mean, the the bond skill will definitely help a little bit for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Sork got Dead Hunt, Grim Reaper's Judgment, Karshan's Nightmare, Violation, Turn Backslash, and Blade of Darkness. And um, this one, like the most obvious one, is Grim Reaper's Judgment, having super armor the whole way through. But I think Sork actually has three valid choices here because Grim Reaper's Judgment got sped up. So yeah, I was gonna say like I don't even think Grim Reapers is even necessary anymore after they fucking speed it up. Like, yeah, insanely. that's kind of my thing is like they sped it up so much that the window for you getting CC'd is a lot shorter. Um, so I don't know if it's worth wasting the bond skill on it. Karshan's Nightmare is is weird because right now in its current form on Global Labs, it stiffens on every single hit, which a lot of the skills that have multiple hits don't do that, but Karshan's Nightmare does. So I don't know if that's going to stay like that, but if it does, that's really fucking powerful because Karshan's Nightmare's cooldown got reduced last Global Labs patch by 20 seconds and the attack range got increased on it. So it's like... <laughs> kind of insane. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. They're like, you know what? Everyone's getting a little bit too close to Sork's power. Let's go ahead and just like do this whole number right here. Yeah. Karsh... Like, why even bother having the fifty percent anymore? Like a lot of people insane. don't even know what Karshan's nightmare is anymore. But Karshan's nightmare is that skill they use when they're out of stamina, where they shoot the bats. Now they're gonna yeah, actually just one, use it to kill you. That's it's gonna be destructive in large scale. Holy shit. Um, turn back slash. I think that's honestly, I think that's honestly the top tier choice for Sork. It gives a yeah. lot of combo options too. I got, I was testing it, and unless they fix it, you get basically infinitely stiffed. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's insane. Um, turn back slash is another interesting one because um, the window on it is very short as well. But this would give you the option to do the long, slow version to buy time and recover stamina, which would be kind of interesting. Um, yeah. and in like a 1v1 situation like turn back slash is one of the few skills you get popped out of but I don't know I, I'm not sure if it's worth it it's I honestly from a 1v1 point of view like when I was dueling some sorks like the main way I tend to catch sorks is when they go for blades of darkness I think that's going to be the low key 1v1 pick blades honestly. of dark yeah because that, that like, the animation it's, is it's, long it's one of the few openings that they have um that's like consistent whenever they go for blades it's a really easy pick for like a class that has a range skill like myself right. um i think it's actually low-key op it's just people aren't really looking at that they're looking at the more flashy skills the ones that are more large scale oriented which is fair gotta turn down this I even know where this is the notification sound from Streamlabs is crazy loud um so okay so the other one that's uh i actually think has potential and the sorks are gonna hate me for even mentioning it but i i think that the dead hunt one has some potential because uh recently with the buffs to dead hunt and the pvp damage ratio changes dead hunt is one of their main damage dealing abilities that they use in combos now um and I'm wondering if, like, in a node war situation, if you CC somebody, as long as you position yourself, you have forward guard for the entire animation of Dead Hunt. So you could actually, like, relatively safely combo someone in a node war with it. Not saying they for sure would choose that over the others, but it's something to think about. It's an interesting option. And then uh, Berserker got Blasting, Devastation, Titan Blow, Flame Buster, Ground Lifting, and Giant's Leap. Um... Res well, I'm gonna guess which two probably players would take. And I'll guess after you. Um, 
my guess would be ground lifting. Ground lifting or Titan Blow only because I know Devastation's only on the very first hit. But yeah, what what ground lifting one hundred percent is gonna be picked. Um, and then uh I honestly think the devastation's still good. It's probably just gonna be ground lifting. Uh blasting is garbage. Devastation is apparently only on the first hit. Titan blow is only on normal Titan Blow. It doesn't carry over to the Ancient Wave, nor does it work on BSR Titan Blow, which is the actually good Titan Blow. Flame Buster, like, maybe you take Flame Buster in, like, a Castle Defense is the only reason I could see taking Flame Buster Forward Guard so that you can trade better from range. Uh, ground Lifting seems really strong the amount of times you get CC'd while trying to Ground Lifting, because, like, here's what you do in a lot of fights, right? You Lava Piercer up, you press space to do a Ground Lifting, try and get CC a little bit of damage, and then you get CC'd out of it. it. happens a lot. So that being Super Armor is honestly really good. And then the Giant Leap, yeah, like, maybe? I don't know. If if you find yourself launching or landing on a lot of people with your Giant Leaps, maybe that would be good, but you have to have pretty precise... Uh, it has a lot of conditional to aspects to it. It's kind of crazy that it has three... Four C CCs on it. Yeah, four so the way the way the way that I the way that I read this is stiffness on successful hit is whenever you launch going forwards. Bound when additional hit is successful is when you land going forwards. Float on successful retreat hit is when you launch going backwards. And stiffness when hitting is successful while maintaining retreat is when you land going backwards. That's what I think it means. Yeah. Uh, do note, I haven't been on the Global Labs to test this, so this is just a theory. I don't know. Um, but that's that's my theory of why it, it's it's worded that way, is that it hits at the beginning and the end of the animation, and for some reason, instead of just giving it one CC, they gave it like one at the beginning of forward, one at the beginning of backward, one at the end of forward, one at the end of backwards. But yeah, uh, yeah, ground lifting is definitely looking like the best option to me. Uh, like I said, if you have exceptional mouse movement control over your giant leap, maybe you're tempted to take the uh, the giant leap one. And I'm sure that there's going to be some people out there that maybe use Deva or Blasting or something. But I, I think ground lifting is the best one personally. Really, you think people are going to choose Blasting? There's always going to be some weirdo out there that's like, oh, it's actually really good. Hey, there, people make it work. That's the one thing that I love kind of about this system is that there's going to be someone out there that finds something with these that's like, yeah, this shit's actually super powerful. Yeah, I mean, someone somewhere is going to take the Titan Blow one, which I think <laughs> is actually the absolute worst one because you should never be casting normal Titan Blow. That's the absolute worst thing you could ever possibly do. Um... They also buffed Zerker's Awakening. It looks like they buffed uh, Q-Buff a little bit more because I guess that wasn't... Nah, uh, it wasn't doing enough damage, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they buffed some succession we, we skills. Weren't, so. We weren't enough of a three-minute class, dude. Yeah. The speed of charging flow ancient power has increased. How, how do you feel about that? Uh, nobody really full, ever fully charged it from the beginning. Uh, what's more interesting to me is the thing above that, though. Ancient power skill has been changed so that the frontal guard is maintained even when charging is completed. The time to remain in charging completion state has been reduced. So, to me, that means that we can actually just sit there and hold it now. Right, for I a minute. I think is what it's saying. Yeah, I think so, too. 
Which is interesting. I haven't really thought up of like useful situations for that, to be honest. Because usually, whenever you're popping your ancient wave, you need you're trying to get out like a quick, huge burst of DPS, right? And then you're trying to get the fuck out of dodge after you secure a kill or two. So I don't know really in what situation you're going to be holding it, but I, I guess it's cool that you can. Yeah. Uh, Tamer. Beast Rampage, Legendary Beast Dance, All-Around Spinner, Garuda, Moonlight, Strike, and Echo Pierce. Um, so I believe I asked, that... I asked Mimo about this. Yes, man. What, what did he say? Wait, wait. Let me, get, let me guess first, and then you tell me what he said. But I, I would it. imagine Legendary Beast Dance and Moonlight Strike are the two biggest ones, but maybe Echo Pierce. What did Mamo say? So, which one's your first one and which one? I would say Legendary Beast Dance because it's a three second cooldown with a variation of options. You you can either stun, float, um, bound, and I forget what the other one is, what the tiger swipe thing does. But it's a three second cooldown super armor, and Vermilion Bird actually like moves you forward a little bit. So, it's like you can use it aggressively, which is kind of nice. And then Moonlight Strike is their, their dash, super armor yeah. dash skill with the stiffness on it, which is like, man. I missed that when the CC changes happened. That was one of the things on Tamer. I'm like, man, that was like your main yeah. catch back in the day. So this is what Mimo said. He says, I might get Moonlight stiffen. It gives Tamer a CC engage, which is very strong. The next best one would be Rampage Frontal Guard for 1BX because this is our highest damaging skill. And with this, you can kill people safely. Another one that is probably really good is Essay on Legendary Beast Dance. It basically makes it so that Tamer has a very strong neutral game in 1v1 and small scale. And you can basically linger the Essay skill and wait for the opponent to engage you, similar to what Striker and Mystics do. Yeah. Um, see? This is what I'm saying, Sorks. Do you hear that? Mamo's a very smart person. Let Beast Rampage has almost the exact same functionality as Dead Hunt. So with Forward Guard. It just is combo potential for large scale. It's possible. It's worth a try. Um, the others I think are kind of... Echo Pierce is interesting, but the cooldown's too long. Like, I feel like one of the big factors in a lot of the choices on these is, like, the cooldown length. Right? Like, I would rather have a protected CC on a shorter cooldown. Even if the other one is better. If I can use it multiple times. But, what do I know? Uh... Dude, Legendary Beast Dance with 3 second cooldown super armor is going to be fun. Alright, Musa! Here we go. Unfortunately, Musa got the short end of the stick. They got Spinner, Crosscut, Crust Crusher, Fiery Crevice, Projection, and Below the Belt. Um, my guess would be Projection and Below the Belt. But, uh, who knows. Nayashi? I talked with Shaky and a few other Musas. Um, projection is seeming like probably the optimal choice because it gives them an, a safe um, anti-evasion high damage skill well pretty decent damage skill in uh, large scale um, because projection is actually a 50% accuracy skill so Musa Awakening tends to have some issues with anti-evasion um, and having projection able to be used in a combo safely is really good from a large scale perspective um, in that same scenario as well if you're comboing an evasion player or any player for that matter um, it's also got a little mini vacuum on it um, mechanic so it's really good for like kiting people out um, and being able to do that safely helps especially versus uh, being chased in 1bx scenarios 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I think projection has a lot more utility built around it than say some of the other ones like B2B, which the balance sounds nice on paper, especially from a large scale perspective where you're just going to like AOE people, but it also fucks up combos. Um, so sometimes BTB is used as a damage filler in between combos. And if you bound them, you'll end up doing your combo a little bit sooner than you probably typically would have. Um, for example, if you stiff knock down with a kick and then you go into like some of your abilities like BTB and stuff like that. Um, and then do another follow-up CC. Well, you won't have that option anymore. So your, your combo would end quicker. Um, do you and think the other ones, the other ones seem kind of, okay-ish uh, like the fiery crevice i think it was the only one that seemed okay-ish but yeah um do you think that uh if fiery angel was in there somewhere that that would take priority over projection if fiery angel got super armor oh yeah at 100 percent. if they gave uh fire angel sa like they used to have plus its float that would be 100 percent picked one hundred percent. Do you think these? Because there's... that's good. It's just, it's just, it's really good uh, mobility and utility. And it's also a pretty common engage skill that Awakened Musa uses. So having that option for large scale as well would be pretty good for them. Um, I think that would be one hundred percent picked though, because it's their way to regenerate stamina safely too. If it was super armor, you think there's any merit to the butt cruster one? Because it it gives forward guard for the entire animation. So like in in a in a node war or a siege, like maybe you can use cross crusher foul play and you're completely forward I mean, guarded. Moose's do say that they get CC'd in it a lot in large scale. Right. Um, so I think there is some merit for it. But I just I think they would have so much more comfortability if they utilize like the projection and whatnot as an alternative. Just too good. It's really hard to say. Like they sped up the cross crusher into foul play you know like once or twice through patches so it's not as big a hole as it used to be you know but right. it is still there and they do get cc'd from it from time to time so i think it'll be based on the player's perspective if they feel that they they spam crush crusher a lot and they feel it's super annoying to get caught out of it all the time they'll probably pick it but for those players that are probably more interested in making sure that they can secure kills on invasion players or just have better utility overall and damage options or another option in general that's protected or highly picked one uh all right maywa tenacious hold edge on, on, oh on, sorry on, go ahead I, I, I did want to make one final point on the musa okay. stuff right so let's call a spade a spade right you know the the, the musa changes the musa the bond skills or whatever they're not what musas need right like, at the end of the day, you know, they're whatever, but they're not what Moose's need. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the Moose's have been saying, you know, they need accuracy and all this, that, and the other. This is kind of whatever, you know? Like, I, you had uh, Brasside <laughs> in, in Discord the other day, and he was like, yeah, it's kind of like whatever. It doesn't really matter. You know, so I, what I think is that they, they shouldn't get any bonds whatsoever, and then we just give them a 1% accuracy passive. I like I think, that. I think that would be fair. That would make them happier. I mean, right? We can give them what they've been asking because it, who needs bonds, right? Like one percent. Brasiden, and all the mooses are like, yeah, you know, whatever, you know, projection, whatever, below the belt bound, whatever. You know, we just don't give them bonds then, and just give them one percent accuracy buff. That's what I think. 
I I I think you you're talking to too many mooses that are uh, just not willing to see where the benefits are. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's hard when you have four or five patches in a row where they get changes and it's still just always the reaction is just like nope. I mean, nope. Think about it, like the, nope. they added more super armors to Musa Awakening, so now with projection added in, you're basically fully protected at this point. You're <laughs> always protected. Like, the node war argument is no longer there, right? Like, now now you have node war combos and damage trading that's, like, very reliable. And protected I think the only thing they're really vulnerable in nowadays is doing their, their normal auto attack, stub barrel, quick shot, and simply just walking <laughs> Ooh, what if they what if they gave them super armor on their stub arrow instead of mewa no that would be no give them, no 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 frosty 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 give them super armor on grapple arrow Ooh. hey i'm actually hey i want that <laughs> Cookie, i want that you're the one guy I'll that appreciates that. grapple arrow dude dude people don't even fucking know how good that skill is yeah i mean it's a ranged grab so mewa no, it's not a ranged grab you <laughs> Maywa, Bond Tenacious Edge. <laughs> bond Tenacious Edge, Bond Sticky Snowflake, Bond Moonrise, Petal Drill, Frost Pillars, Petal Bloom. Um, my guess, and Rez, we need your guess too before Nayashi says, is Moonrise or Tenacious Edge are the two best? What, what do you say, Rez? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh... I don't know anything about Maywall, so I'm gonna go... <laughs> an ice skill. Go, Pick an ice skill. Okay, uh, Sticky <laughs> Snowflake ice. and Frost Pillars. Alright, my, my actual guess would be Petal Bloom and maybe Petal Drill. Sticky Snowflake would be really cool if the cooldown wasn't fucking huge. Yeah. So you agree, the cooldown is pretty long. Yeah, the cooldown's long. I mean, it's spammable, so it's fine. But, like, with the super armor on it, the cooldown doesn't make... Well, it's just not that good with super yeah. armor, you know. Yeah. But so, what's what say you, Maywa? So Petal Bloom will probably be the top tier choice simply because of large scale one VX and it has some decent one v one potential in it. Um so it, it applies to all three brackets pretty well. Um it obviously is much better in a large scale scenario. And it couples pretty well with the e-buff too, because the e-buff will basically remove the need for the charge for the full damage on Petal Bloom. So you can do a full Petal Bloom damage um, immediately, and it's um, going to have a knockdown attached to it as well, so that's really good. And then uh, the other option is Petal Drill, which has 1v1 outplay potential, and has some versatility in 1vx, and even could be decent in large scale, but not to the level that Petal Bloom in large scale would be um but the bound is not the most ideal cc but it's not bad either um but it like i said it has some 1v1 outplay potential in the with picking the pedal drill one because you can use mouse movement with pedal drill to maneuver around their frontal guards if it's a class that doesn't have an sa on their block like uh the typical shield classes valkyrie guardian warrior um so all the other classes that do an S block or um, just a Q block, you can maneuver around that and uh, CC them with pedal drill, which it's pretty nifty. It's what the old school drill could do. 
it wasn't a bounce it with the old school drill it was a stun but um it's a pretty good alternative um if they're not going to give us the stun back i think it's fine um so, so what, yeah i what, mean it's what up about, to each his own i think pedal bloom is probably going to be the primary choice and, and pedal bloom strictly in 1v1 you still think it's the best no, I think Pedal Drill's better in the 1v1, but I think the other scenarios can potentially outweigh what Pedal Drill can offer. Yeah. Um, so Pedal Bloom can, in the other situations, can outweigh what Pedal Drill can offer. But it's a playstyle thing. Like, some people will probably perform better with Pedal Drill as a bounce than they would with Pedal Bloom. Because um, Pedal Bloom, it, it can have kind of a a decently long animation it is super armor but with the animation you could get nuked during it um pedal drill you could potentially too but it's a little bit quicker um and you can activate the engagement speed of it much faster using chase which was a change they did a few months back so it really depends um but i mean i'm gonna play around with both of them i'll probably try out awakening again since it's been a while since i actually mained awakening probably do it for like a few weeks just to see if I can get used to it and see if it's how it is, how viable it is. But I still suspect that uh, it'll be Pedal Bloom overall. So there was, there were some damage changes to Moonrise, Pedal Drill, Frost Pillars, Pedal Bloom. Um, the amount of damage that Moonrise does while on cooldown is no longer reduced or does not change rather. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it is reduced when on cooldown, but it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't yeah, yeah. changed when it's used on cooldown. Um, and then they increase the damage to tip of the iceberg and cloud stab. And a, a lot of people are saying this kind of puts Maywa close to suck wizard. How do you feel about these changes? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. no, no, definitely not suck wizard status. Um, so the, the damage changes are pretty good. So the, the damage changes, the Moonrise, Pedal Drill, Frost Pillar, and Pedal Bloom were all PvP specific. So 17% across the board. So it's a little, you got to point that out because if you don't, they'll assume that's for PvE too. And that's not the case. Right. <clears throat> so you're still New Year's, you're still New Year's Eve spamming on Awakening people. Hell yeah. But, um, but uh, the PvP damage is really good. It feels really nice. Um. And then uh, the tip of the iceberg and cloud stab changes do affect PVE, so that's actually not bad. But um, you typically aren't really using those too often in PVE, especially with the New Year's Eve spam option now. But for PvP specifically, it's really good changes, really good damage. The combo damage is significant now. It's really good and solid. Tip of the um, iceberg is used after Shift F, right? Yeah, Frost and Pillars. Is the cooldown longer than Frost Pillars? Yes. Do you think it would? I don't, do you think it'd be? Well, Frost Pillars has a seven-second cooldown, and Tip of the Iceberg has a thirteen-second cooldown. Right. Like, I almost feel like Tip of the Iceberg needs to match. Would actually make it feel so much better. I don't know. Like, it has a thirteen-second yeah. cooldown for like no reason almost. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like an example would be Petal Bloom has a twelve or thirteen-second cooldown. And Moonlight Dash has a nine-second cooldown, but that one's a little bit different because Moonlight Dash you can actually use separately from it, um, right. from Hotbar. So, or you can use it immediately after doing Cloud Stab. So, it's a little bit different. But that was a recent change; they detached them. 
Moonlight Dash has actually, I think, always had a... I think Moonlight Dash originally didn't have a cooldown, if I remember correctly. Um, but it was always able to be used after Petal Bloom. Right. But it was never detached originally. But now it's detached, so it has its own cooldown. I think that's correct, if I'm not mistaken. Rez, you have any complaints on the Maywa stuff? Uh, Nerf Maywa. Uh, Valkyrie <laughs> is a... They got Bond Sanctrum Ferret. Sanctrum Ferret. Bon, I'm going to try to pronounce all, all of these, okay? Hold on. Uh, bon Castigatio. Bon Verdict Lancia Lustatate. Bon Purification. Bon Hastilidium. And Bon Sanctitus Dianslar. I think I nailed all of those except for Lustatate. Um, um, either way, I'm impressed. So these ones, I, I, Awakening Valkyrie, I, I don't know enough about, but my guess would be Hastilidium is one of the better ones because it's a forward-moving protected skill that now will have a knockdown on the last hit. So they kind of... It's one of the things that a lot of Valkyries that I've spoken to complain about Awakening is that they don't have... Basically, they don't have protected CCs. They don't have, like, really good catches in awakening that are like relatively safe i mean they have the rain stuff and the vacuum and the celestial spear but they don't have like they don't have their solar flare you know they're missing their solar flare and now this is a uh a, a, a slow version of solar flare with a knockdown on it a really really slow version of solar flare no but i, I think this is kind of good and, and hastilidium has a a pretty low cooldown um I don't know the others. I feel like um, the butt stab is not really worth unless like maybe for node war combo. Um, the teleport CC is okay, except I don't know, it's a bound and you're generally using spear right before it. So I don't know if that's good. Purification, maybe? I don't know. I, I'd need a- Teleport uh, CC bound is actually low key good and large-scale scenarios, and even in 1v1s if they're not paying attention. True. I don't know. Well, my, my opinion. In 1v1, they are paying attention, hopefully. Or you need a new practice partner. Um, but large-scale, <laughs> you're not wrong. That could work. Um, yeah. I just wonder about the CC limit when you're using spear and vacuum with it, you know? Well, vacuum doesn't care about what your CC limit is. Well, but isn't the end of it, or maybe I'm misremembering, but isn't the very end of the vacuum skill a knockdown? Yeah, but the vacuum keeps them in place. Well, I know, yeah. but I'm saying like you throw the vacuum, then they get knocked down, then you teleport and bound them. Now the CC limit's up, so they're going to get up a lot quicker. Is, is my well, point. I mean, if they get knocked down, a Valkyrie has plenty of damage output to kill you during that knockdown alone. Well, right, but the CC's reset by, by bound, no? I mean, I'm just talking in a group fight, like in a node yeah, war. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I, I know you're getting at. I'm not too sure. That. Now you could teleport in and use Hastilidium. Get a second knockdown. True. I don't know. But I apologize, Valkyries, for botching that whole segment. Kunoichi! <laughs> um, <laughs> I apologize very much. Uh, Kunoichi, Sasprey, Sonin, uh, Half Moon Slash, Lethal Spin Spree, Lunar Dash, Delighted Blast, Wheel of Wrath. Um, the Spin Spree one, I think, is bad because it's only on the very first hit. Basically, if you do the entire animation, they're out of the stiffness. By the end of it um half moon slash is kind of interesting although i don't personally like it but some kunos are into it um but for me i think wheel rat man wheel rat delighted blast and lunar dash are all interesting ones 
Lunar Dash gives us a protected engage in Awakening. Delighted Blast is just... The, the only reason I don't really love it on Delighted Blast is because it doesn't have the old Linger that used to be there in the old days. And it's you kind of use that... You try to use it in a safe manner anyway. You're not necessarily using it like in an unsafe situation. Wheel Wrath, though, is actually kind of nice because it's protected damage with a float and it actually hits like quite hard and the cooldown's relatively low. So I don't know. So for me, it's between Lunar Dash or Wheel Wrath. Um, I am a little bit tilted though that Lunar Dash doesn't just have protection on it to begin with, but whatever is what it is. Uh, and then they, they buffed some of the PVP skills. Flow Shock and Rise, Flow Indignation, Flow Wrath all got 20% damage buffs. Those are all um, flow abilities that actually, I think the damage buffs will be nice considering in the patch before it, they sped up those skills, the animation of those skills, and then Wheel Wrath and Half Moon Slash both also got 7% damage increases in PvP. So um, I think their damage is going to be a lot nicer now. Clo closer to suck. Maybe not quite suck, but definitely closer. And with the Protected Engage, it's going to feel a lot less shitty playing... Awaken Kuno versus Suck. Um, a lot of people ask me if... Because people are a lot... I feel like a lot more people are interested in Awakening Kuno just because of the disc and it just looks cooler than Suck. And, and people are like, oh, I really want to play Awaken Kuno. But I just feel like Succession is better in every way unless you have a very specific build where you can like spin bomb people with like really, really high AP. So... Now, maybe that's not, not necessarily the case. Now you have a little bit better chance, so. Uh, Ninja, or do you guys have any uh, things about the Kunoichi thing? You, are uh, you guys worried? Yeah. You worried about these changes? Worried? I wouldn't say worried. Now, right. if, if Spin had the, the CC on every hit like Karshin's Nightmare, that would be some crazy shit. Oh god, that would be disgusting. Would you wouldn't be, so be able scared. to get out of it. It'd literally be the uh, wheel of death. You'd be the wheel of death. Uh, um, yeah. My my only thing would be the what's the one? Um, didn't they give super armor on the list? Um, to the one where you throw the blade. On yeah, the del delighted blast where you throw the disc yeah. out. Super armor. That one. That one feels kind of strong to me, but I'm a melee class, so maybe not to everybody. Although the moonlight. Right, the moonlight one is the one that uh, uh, is the dash, and it gains super armor. Lunar, lunar dash. Yeah, lunar dash. I'm sorry. I think that one's pretty strong too. It's hard to say. Yeah, that one's kind of nice because it's forward guard, stiffen on oh, a movement skill. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We'll see. I have to mess around with them. Um, I don't know. Lunar Dash just seems so obvious because such a low cooldown, having protection on that engage is going to be really nice. Uh, yeah. Ninja. Corrupted Sword Dance, Sudden Decapitation, Bloodthirst Katana Shower, Murderous Intent, Serpent Ascension, and Drastic Measure. Um, for this one, I think it's it's between three of them. Um, Bloodthirst Katana Shower, Murderous Intent, and Serpent Ascension. Um, the thing is, Katana Shower Float is really nice. Um, it's on the initial hit. <clears throat> so that's kind of cool. It's only an eight second cooldown, I believe. Serpent it's Ascension having strong forward guard is kind of interesting because it makes it another damage trade ability with a chance to CC. 
Um, but to me, this is just my opinion, I think Murderous Intent is the most insane one because there's a lot of situations where Murderous Intent is is kind of the skill that ninjas get caught out of a lot when they <clears throat> when you hit them with a range CC, stub arrow, meteor, whatever. Um, if they Murderous Intent into Mass Destruction, into another smoke screen, into other CCs, into Dark Knight's Wheel of Fortune, like all these abilities that you kind of have to be careful the way you use Murderous Intent, like now you can just completely safely use it, which I think is really powerful. And Murderous Intent moves you forward and is only a three second cooldown. Has a yeah. stiffness on hit and a DPD buff. So it's, it's it's pretty insane when you think about it, right? Because it's if you took Bond Murderous Intent, right? It's super armor and it you know you can kind of let it linger a little bit. It moves you a good distance away, it stiffens, and it's all on a three-second cooldown. So essentially, it gives Ninja Dragon Bite. <laughs> oh my god. It does. It gives Ninja Dragon Bite. That's not good. That's way too powerful. No class should have that skill. No class should have that skill. I agree. That is way Wait, too no, powerful. No, no, no. That's not what I heard. I heard Ninja shouldn't have that skill. Oh my god. Um, Serpent Ascension is, is interesting because the new version of Serpent Ascension is really powerful. It's always the stance shift version. So having forward guard is, is kind of crazy. Also makes their node war combo way more powerful because already, uh, you had Katana Shower, Blade Spin, and Illusion for like just protected damage that's quick. Having Serpent as another option where you just have to position yourself and now you actually get that reflow and the air attack damage as well as the other skills is I feel like securing yeah, kills think, in Node War is going to be a lot easier if you were to yeah, use that. I, I agree. I think it's I think a lot of it's like going to be based around that serpent for large scale for sure because um, for the same reason you just said it. it's just securing kills but it's it's just in 1vx scenarios what do you see these fucking suicidal ninjas always doing? They're always going in, fighting five to six people, and then they manage to somehow float everybody with their katana shower at fifty percent BSR, and then they go in to try to finish them off with a um, with a serpent. But then someone like a little bit of a CC poke interrupts it, so this would kind of secure all that for them. Um, for the one v one, though, I, I I think you're right, probably with a murderous. Yeah. Uh, man, it's a three. I, I just can't. It's funny, like, when I was messing around on Awaken Ninja, like, the one thing, it's, like, trying not, trying to be aware of what you use Murder Sentai into is, like, the hard part. It's, like, the decision-making on that. And then that's just, like, oh, okay. Like, you don't have to think about that anymore. Just go for it as much as you can. You just be relentless. It's kind of crazy. Um, Wizard. Uh, Wizard got Aquatail Explosion, Bullite of Destruction, Water Sphere, and Chilling Wave. Uh, the two good ones here are, I think Bullite is the most obvious because it's it has a little bit of range. The AoE is pretty big, and um, they recently gave it the um, the cast speed cast increase. Speed it now chains together as of last week's global labs patch it you can use it really quickly after hellfire now and it got a, a slight damage buff in this patch so I, I think that skill becomes really powerful with the bound 
The only other one I would think of is Aqua Jail, except I'm pretty sure it's also a stiffness only on the very first hit, which means most of the time mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to be able to get the stiffness off or they're going to be out of the CC before you're even done with the animation. Um, and then chill, Chilling Wave, I think, is another good option because when they removed the Frontal Guard, they made the skill a lot, do a lot more damage and sped it up a, a ton. So having Forward Guard on it kind of makes it nice, but I, I don't know. Full Eye just seems the best. Your thoughts, Russ? No, I agree. Uh, I I think Bolide is the <clears throat> obvious choice. Uh, they kind of moving the cast speed buff to Bolide kind of makes you want to open your super armor rotation with Bolide. But that didn't really make a lot of sense when it doesn't fucking CC like you would always want to open with Kata. But maybe now if you take Bond Bolide, now it bounds. You can do a Bolide into a Kata into an Aqua Jail or something like that. You know. Um. Let's pretend in a dream world that Succession Wizard doesn't exist. With the damage changes Wizard's been getting and the balance changes over the last few weeks, plus these bond skills, is there any part of you, Reslar, that would consider rolling back to Awakening Wizard? <laughs> no, because Awakening Witch would still be better. It's toxic. Uh, Witch. I mean, Voltaic <laughs> is just too insane. Uh, that's part of why Succession Wizard is so insane. Because they gave him fucking Voltaic, which is, other than per fucking Protected Area, is probably the most busted ability in the entire game, in all honesty. I really don't understand why Wizard got Voltaic, anyways. I don't either. That was the dumbest fucking decision they ever made, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, someone's pointing out that the, the Water Sphere, like, not the flow, but the base skill cooldown is really short, so having a forward guard on that might be useful. That's I the could see kind of similar, kind of similar to what I said about the uh, Buster, the Flame Buster for Zerker. Maybe if you're in or sieging a castle, taking the Frontal Guard on Water Sphere might actually be good, because it would let you kind of range trade better. But I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't play Wizard anymore, so. Rizzler's always had a soft spot in his heart for Wizard, though. Awakening Wizard. And a very, very rough cold spot for Succession Wizard. <laughs> he hates witches, though. God, does I hate he hate witches. Witch. Because the whole time I was a wizard and then a witch, I was like, yeah, witch is obviously way more powerful than Awakened Wizard. And then all the witches that have never played wizard, by the way, like I did... I spent time on Wizard and then went to Witch and said, yeah, Witch is obviously more powerful. They would go, oh, no, 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 it's not. It's actually not Wizard better because grab. It's so infuriating. Um, in, no, it doesn't matter. Wizard's so, OP. Witch Awakening. Uh, they got Equilibrium Break, Fisher Wave, Detonative Flow, and Thunderstorm. Um, so... Equilibrium Break is going to be a stiffness before hitting and bound when hitting is successful. Um, Fisher Wave is a forward guard while using skill. And Detonated Flow, forward guard while using skill. And Thunderstorm is going to be a stun on successful hit. Um, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> which I has multiple good break. options, though, don't they here? Or am I no, crazy? No, 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 no. Not really. If you, you like, It looks like it at first, but actually kind of not really. I, in my opinion, the only two decent ones is Equilibrium and Detonative. 
Because Mina pointed out to me, I didn't even realize this, but the forward guard on Fisher Wave, it looks good at first, but then you realize that they made the flow auto cast on Fisher Wave, and the bond skills do not apply to flows off of those skills. So that means that if you use Fisher Wave, you're going to be forward guarded during the Fisher Wave, but during the snap where you bring all the rocks together, that's still unprotected. So, I mean, you can still take it and you're going to be more protected than if you didn't take it, obviously. But I think you're better off taking Equilibrium if you're wanting some protected CC, in all honesty. Because then you get a uh, a, a fully protected CC instead of a half protected and then half CC. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Thunderstorm, it's, it's funny because I remember... Uh, I remember Bosiden saying that uh, he wouldn't take the below the belt bound because the 50% does it. And we were like, yeah, but you don't have to use the 50% and then you can use the 100% projection, right? Because the 100% projection is actually like, it does quite a bit of damage now. The same logic applies to Witch, except for Witch actually doesn't have any BSRs worth using other than Thunderstorm. So Witch has the 50% Thunderstorm, 50% BSR Thunderstorm, which applies a stun to it. But, like, the only other thing you could do is consume it, which, if you want to consume it, go ahead. Like, Val was talking about he's going to consume it. He's thinking about taking Bond Thunderstorm so he can consume his rage. But you don't, the 10% is bad, the 25% is bad, and the 100% is bad. So, really, 50% is all witches have, in all honesty. Yeah. So, I, I, I really feel like the only options here that are actually good, if you kind of, like, think about it, is... Equilibrium Break and Detonator Flow. I think Equilibrium Break could actually be pretty damn good in large scale, honestly. Is that the one where the, the, the dude jumps up and slams the ground? Yes. Okay. The problem is that one has such a short range that, like... It's about the same range as we'll take. Yeah, but only forward, right? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit behind you, but not really. It's kind of like... Instead of the circle being with you in the middle, it's like a circle with you at the back, basically. If you know what I'm talking about. Right, and that skill's forward guard, right? Correct, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, Detonator so, Flow yeah, also Fisher... seems insane, because that's one of the few skills they get caught out of. Yeah, well, Detonator Flow could also be really good, especially if you are good at, like... Or, sorry, if you're not good at timing it properly. Like, that, that's a really free, like, I, I kind of am, like, new to Witch. I'm new to, like, PvPing on Witch. And I, I, you know, I want that range-protected CC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Fisher Wave's a knockback, isn't it? I think so, but it's a knockback on the, like, ground-sweeping part. And then I think the flow is a stun? It's a stun Wait, or a stiff, I think? I can't remember. The yeah, Fisher Wave one will be interesting because I feel like there are going to be witches who take it and can probably use it pretty well. But I don't know. The fact that it's kind of like halfway unprotected still because of the flow being auto-casted after it, right? Like that kind of makes me go, eh, is it actually like pretty good? I don't know. Um, yeah. All right, Dark Knight. I think Dark Dark Knight got some interesting things, but uh, Touch of Exploitation, Spirit Blaze, Seed of Catastrophe, Spirit Hunt, Shattering Darkness, and Spirit Legacy. So I think that skill name Touch of Exploitation is just so wrong. Yeah, 
It's just a mistranslation, <laughs> even though it's in our game. Um, I think that the the two interesting ones, at, at least to me, are seed and shattering. But I do think that there's a case to be made for both spirit hunt and spirit legacy, depending on how you play and stuff. But um, seed is a ranged CC that now has a float on it uh, as of recently. So that having super armor is pretty nutty. Yeah. Um, a super armor range float. They also buffed the damage of all of like almost all their awakening abilities by either 20 or between 10 and 20%. Um, so that kind of helps, but yeah, I, I think the seed one is, is kind of interesting. Shattering is nice. I, I just, I don't know if like, I don't know how easy it is to capitalize on a stiffness, um, from shattering. Maybe I'm just lack of experience, but I feel like it'd be kind of hard. Spirit Hunt to me seems like kind of interesting for 1v1s just because the cooldown's so short, but it's not that fast of an ability, so it doesn't seem that hard to avoid. So, How fast can know. you do seed after shattering? Uh, really you fast, range, actually. Range yeah, close, right? yeah, you're not wrong. You you could seed after, but the problem is now you have you only have one CC left, and whatever damage I don't know how much damage seed does on the float. Maybe maybe it's enough. To make that worth it, I don't know. I'd have to see when when this comes. I'll have someone test. I, I was a, just trying to think of how they would potentially do it. That's all. I have a friend who rolls to Awakening Dark Knight every time they get updated, and he stays on it for like a week because he likes it better than Succession. But Succession is just more powerful. So I think this patch, because they just sped a bunch of skills up in the last few patches. So I think this patch giving yeah. it a lot more damage plus the bond skills will be kind of nice for them. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of they're getting they're getting there. They're getting there. They got some cancels they still need. That is the main problem that Succession has. But you know they'll never get it. Apparently, Anaria says only issue with shattering is PVE. It can fuck up pulls. Yeah, that is one of the annoying things when you use a ranged pull that has a stiffness. Is the mobs just stand there. It's, it's annoying. Like a, at Star's End, for example, if I use a ranged CC on a bunch of, only the big dude starts walking towards me, which is kind of annoying. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Striker. Striker, striker, striker. Ultimate Crush, Infernal Destruction, Skull Crusher, Spiral Cannon, Endless Explosion, Rampaging Predator. Spiral Cannon is going to get Super Armor. That is a skill that ignores collision now although it didn't used to fully ignore it you had to be like point blank but i was talking to a professional striker recently who clarified to me that there was a change that made it so it goes through collision now at multiple distances um so that is going to be a super armor knockdown with no collision on a relatively low cooldown that would be option number one a hundred percent there's just no way around it and skull crusher maybe as a second option, just because the cooldown's also low on that and it's an AOE knockdown. Um, but yeah, I think most people in basically every case would probably take Spiral. It's one of the issues in large scale with uh, Mystic Striker. I think Nayashi pointed out earlier is to engage and disengage safely is um, you get one or the other kind of right now and having both makes it kind of huge. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Um, spiral cannon. Them, you scared just, about that, dude? It'll make them 
Spiral cannon hard counters your your dragon bite, dude. All of your frontal guard yeah. skills. Yeah. On a class that you guys already don't do that well against, do you? How do you guys do against strikers? We do fine. What do you mean? I don't know. I thought that was one of the hard strikers ones. Not a hard, strikers not a hard counter to us at all. What about Mystic? They also buff Skull Crusher's damage by 7%, by the way. Oh yeah, and they buffed Skull Crusher's damage by 7%. And they buffed so a, a couple other... Is that what I'm hearing? Succession. Succession uh, hearing. Prime Raid Chamber got buffed as well. Um, and then they added a couple of quality of life things, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mystic. I'm hearing uh, Nerf Striker. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, I'm, Strikers. You know, Mystics just wish that they were Strikers level. That's all. Uh, Mystic, Tidal Burst, Rapid Stream, Rising Dragon, Spiral Torpedo, Sea Burial, and Wave Orb. So this one, I think. Um, Spiral Torpedo is the most obvious one and 90% of Mystics will take that one because it's a 5 second cooldown ignore collision knockdown that moves you with super armor so that's going to be fat and sounds fun and legit like makes me want to play that class again the only thing is their damage is still not good in Awakening and it did not get changed in this patch for some reason somehow striker damage got changed even though striker damage actually is really good yeah, now that's what I was going to put out. Buff Skull yeah, Crusher, clone, but not Mystic. The clone damage specifically is good. That whole class's damage is good. I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> and Mystic did not get the damage buff, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Rising Dragon Flow, I also think is kind of good, because I believe it's a 7 second cooldown AoE, and it's a skill that has air attack damage on it that doesn't ever get to utilize the air attack damage on it because the float got removed and the CC changes. So now that skill actually will hit kind of hard when you CC somebody with it. Probably, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, especially if you have if you have three stacks and it uses a little dragon and do a little boosted damage. Should be kind of nice. I, I'm actually really curious how that would feel. Um, especially as like... If, if it's not what you catch someone with, if you catch someone with something else, like a grab, and you start up your combo and you use it as a refloat, might be kind of interesting too, just for damage. Actually kind of curious how that damage would be. Um, but most people will probably take Spiral Torpedo, because... I don't know, man. That shit's kind of crazy. Um, Lon, I don't know, Sea Burial is too... Like, if it wasn't a bound, I just don't like bound, but Sea Burial also jumps you forward, has a pretty big AoE, and is super armor, and is going to also have a bound on it. That also could be quite good. Wave War being forward guard is fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's so... Dumb, dude. The old version was super armor on the end. Why is it forward guard in this version? Oh, my God. All right, Lon. Sorry. I got a little heated there. Um, <laughs> Earthly Pain, Taunting Death, Fur, Flailing Blades, Deadly Dance, and Tailspin. So, this one is super hard, too, because it feels like you either get additional protected damage or forward guard on deadly dance which is their spin skill but the forward guard being on that is is very weird to me because it moves you so far forward that you could still get cc'd out of it quite easily it's, it's kind of like forward guard on violation you know um i don't know this one uh, i need alana to tell me which what they like best as far as this one because i'm i'm not too sure 
I want to like Taunting Death because they keep buffing it. Every single patch, Taunting Death gets buffed. And it was like one of the skills that looked so cool when they first like demoed Lon, where she walks forward spinning her blades. But it's so bad. That skill is so bad. I don't know. This one's tough. Um, but they also da they buffed her damage in PvP. Um, yeah, but like a fucking million. Bleeding Hearts, Mangler, Flow Mangler, Deadly Dance, and Fur got buffed 25%. Tailspin 20% and Flow Vice 15%. And, uh... I thought Awakened Lawn nice. damage was actually fine. It was just that the kit wasn't very amazing for large scale. Mm, uh, I don't know. I don't... I think with, when the PvP damage ratio changes came out, Lawn got kind of boned. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. They've been sad ever since. Oh, Frosty, I don't They've know if you, you, may, you may know this already, I don't know, but uh, Crimson, who's in my guild, said he uh, he just went on Global Apps to ch test the Sork thing. He said Grim Reaver's Judgment can basically be put into the extra charged form immediately instead of charging and then extra charging. Right. Yeah, that was a buff from last week. That's actually coming on Wednesday. Nihilus is saying that uh, the... Um... Taunting is so bad, no damage and slow. The tailspin KD SA is going to be strong for large scale. And the uh, right mouse button getting super armor could be good for 1v1. Yeah. Because it kind of like moves you forward. It's just such a short... I don't know what the cooldown is on Flailing Blades, but... It, that, that one could be kind of cool. That's a skill that looks like it's a grab, but is not. It's like a stiffen or something. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Archer. Deadly Dance Frontal Guard is not good. I mean, it's okay, but it's kind of like Violation, right? It's like, I don't know. It's hard to be excited about it, I think. Cause I, I feel like that skill would need, if it had super armor, it would be insane. It would be super powerful. Um, but Frontal Guard, you could just get behind Frontal Guard when you're moving forward is the thing. It just makes it way easier. When someone starts an animation that you can see really clearly and they're coming forward, like getting behind that type of Frontal Guard is easy for a lot of classes. Um, Archer got Radiant Explosion, Spear of Sylvia, Lutheran's Call, Uproot, Full Bloom, and Piercing Light. Um, Merez, you play this class. What are the good ones here? Uh, so the two that I would consider as being, like, possible, like, good ones is Uproot, because having a, like, another quick protected CC would be really nice, because right now it's unprotected and you can get CC'd out of it, uh, and I do quite frequently, because I kind of go for, like, risky Uproot sometimes, even when I know I shouldn't, just because, like, sometimes you do get lucky. So having that be protected would be super nice. And then you pointed out to me that actually if you hold uproot down, which no one does, but if you hold uproot down, it does a little like backwards shot as well. And if that is protected as well, then it's actually it it's kind of insane because it would kind of give it like two types of versatility. Basically, you get the quick protected CC and then a, another protected disengage, essentially, which is pretty insane. Um, but the other one that I'm seeing is like a possible thing for me personally is full bloom because uh, like in node wars, at least for me, like you get a knockdown, you run up, you full bloom them, right? Because it can almost even on T1s, the amount of damage it does is just insane. 
So mm-hmm. having it be forward guard means that if you you don't have to feel like, ah, shit, there's people around me, so I can't even get a full bloom off. It's like, if I can just position facing this other guy, then I can maybe get it off and get a kill here before he's able to, like, get behind me, essentially. So definitely one of those two. Um, I'm interested to see if Uproot, the little backwards shot, will be protected or not. Because that would make a big difference. If it's protected, the little backwards shot that it does, then almost definitely take Uproot. If it's not, then maybe Uproot for 1v1s and Full Bloom for large scale. I don't know. Yeah. No, Spear Sylvia is not at all that cool? Or Radiant Explosion? Radiant Explosion, eh, I could see the usefulness of it. Spear Sylvia, I'm assuming it would work similar to all the other multi-hit ones where it's only on the first hit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, kind of whatever. And I think most people use Spear of Sylvia anyway. What they do is they'll use Spear of Sylvia and then uh, do the roll shot. Like, they do Spear of Sylvia to bait people to run up to them and then do the roll shot to CC them on that. So having that BCC, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's uses for it, but, like, meh. I, I feel like taking Uproot is, is just better than either of those, in all honesty. All right. I asked General Moores what he thought. Let me see. He said uproot, hundred percent. Yeah, I think he said uproot. Because now you could like, like Rose is saying, like they use it mostly to combo. Now you can use it as a CC or a CC attempt, or continue just using it as a combo, and now it's like actually safe. And you can use it as a CC attempt slash disengage, which is kind of crazy. If if the flow which is still technically the same skill, at least has the same name, is protected. Which would be kind of insane. But, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I never see anyone use that skill, but I feel, like, I feel like Archer has 15 other skills that look like that skill moving backwards. Um, Shy did not get anything, lol. <laughs> they got a couple of skill description changes. Um, Guardian. Guardian's bond skills. Here we go. Glorious Advance. Uh, Scornful Slash. Cleansing Flame. Searing Fang. Dragon's Maw. And God Incinerator. Now, I know everyone initially when reading this is like, God Incinerator got a bound. What? That's insane. Uh, not as insane as Cleansing Flame getting a float. Cleansing Flame 100% is going to be the skill that you would choose. I, I don't know why you would ever choose anything other than Cleansing Flame. Cleansing Flame, for those that do not know, are the, the two-hit Shift F skill that has a ton of range. It's a seven-second cooldown um, with super armor. We'll have Float. It does a ton of damage and slow debuffs you. And DP debuffs you, if I'm not mistaken. It's kind of insane. Um, what do you guys think about these ones? The Guardian ones? Nerf Guardian win? <laughs> um, uh, I, I think it's... Uh, Chris, go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. uh, I was going to say, like, I think the, the float on cleansing is going to be insane. Like, it's... Uh, that skill already hits fucking hard as shit, and has a really wide deep range and then 
then it's gonna have a float too to boot and it's just like ugh. it's a whole bunch of things i don't want happening to me yeah my thing with it is in large scale you're just going to be floating groups of people yeah and it's kind of insane like that skill i almost feel like if they're going to give that one a cc it has to be a worse cc than float or knockdown it's just too good i don't know it's crazy i mean of all of them like i don't think any of them even as crazy as like spiral are it's like the implications are so minimal compared to this like this actually like affects such a huge amount of people in group fights and it's already I mean, it's hard enough in all scenarios yeah it is like, it is plus the guardians cooldown. just they just do a lot of damage to your block and whatnot so it's easy to block break with a guardian i feel maybe that's just me personally because i just have low dp but i feel like a lot of people might agree to that and then you know they do a cleansing as well and if you don't have your block you just get floated from that it's just like fucking hell so, so, i don't know right. so, so in, ca answer. in case you guys are, are curious it has a 16 percent accuracy rate it also gives you all accuracy plus nine percent for 10 seconds on all the targets you hit it gives all ap minus 20 for 10 seconds uh super armor down smash air smash and because they're passive the slow debuff as well correct and Rust points out in chat that Guardian is finally viable. <laughs> Dude. Can you, can you ban him from your chat? Please? That shit is crazy. Right? Like that is the, of all, I'm trying to think of a, a singular skill that is more busted than that with these changes. I don't think any of them are. Except for maybe I the only thing, Giant I think Sleep. the only thing you can really compare you know, compare it to as if they made Dream of Doom a full super armor throughout the entire thing, which I think it is in succession, and then you know, lowered the cooldown to seven break. seconds. It's basically like Dream of Doom, except a little bit shorter range, but much shorter cooldown. Much, yeah. Well, much short, shorter. The damage also is great. I mean, Dream of Doom does do good damage, but man, not this kind of damage. I don't know. It, yeah, it's, it's I crazy. actually, I actually have to agree. It feels like it does a little bit more in some cases. You're crazy. If you think cleansing flame does less than Dream of Doom, you're, I don't know, you're fighting just way more geared sorks. Dude, I this is like, I'm trying to think. I, I almost feel like either the cooldown would need to be way higher, or this has to be like a knockback, and not a float. What? Why would you make it worse? I don't think knockback is worse. I think knockback is like, because they're using it at range, right? They're not like point blank. So if they knock you back with it, like it's it's going to be more difficult. Oh, knockback. I'm sorry. I thought you said knockdown. No, no, no. Knockback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Knock, to be a knockback, knockdown. knockback would be much better. Yes, yes, yes. But then the complaint would be, well, I can't capitalize on that. Very so what? Well. Uh, like, still shouldn't have it then, anyways. And you know what? Then choose God Incinerator as, with the bound. <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. I don't yeah. know. That shit's crazy to me. Darn. Darn. A worse option. Guardian scares me. More range CCs for people to deal with in large scale. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, why is, it, why is a shield class a range class too? That's, that's a question I have. Let's be real. That shit makes it a range class. Yeah, it does. Uh, Hashashin. Alright, so this one, I, I don't know these skill names by heart, but um, 
Uh, Inquisition, Sin Splitter, Ensnaring Sand, Dune Slash, Collapse, and Serpent's Coil. Um, let me pull up the little like BDO Codex skill tree thing so I can assess these properly. Um, I wish it, it's actually a cool website with a really cool tool. It's just their ads on there are fucking terrible. Um, all right, what are these skills? Do 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 do. Uh, I feel like Dune Slash is actually a pretty decent one because, but it's like really short range, but it's stiffness on good hits and knockdown on good last hit and has nice debuffs, decent damage. Um, let's see, Collapse, Serpent's Coil, which one is Serpent's Coil? Serpent's Coil is the Shift RMB. That one's a uh, knockdown and successful hit, but I don't know where that is. That skill's so long. At, at what point does the knockdown actually happen? Is it near the end or is it the very beginning part? Either way, it like kind of seems, I don't know. That one also seems not that great to me. Um, collapse. Collapse might be a really good one because forward guard, it's, a, it's actually a relatively quick skill with a short cooldown. Um, yeah, it's a float. Um, I don't know. These ones are all kind of... Am I crazy or is like, I, I'm having a hard time being excited about this class. <laughs> I I don't know why. I think actually Sin Splitter might be the best one because yes. um, Sin Splitter getting super armor. That as well. yeah. Yeah, and it moves you forward and it ignores and it collision. And it'll bound you. That one might be ideal for PvP, for engaging. Uh, maybe large skill is different, was, but that one seems the most obvious. I was seeing Sin Splitter, or maybe Ensnaring uh, Sands. The Shift LMB. Yeah, because it basically gives you a ground smash, essentially. Where, again, like, where, is it only the very first hit, or the last hit? I mean, That's I don't the know. thing. From what I remember, Shaky telling me it was Sin Splitter being probably top tier and Collapse. Yeah. I can see Collapse because you can't really see it in the skill demo, but that skill actually has a bit of range to it, actually. Mm -hmm. A little bit, yeah. And it's quick. I don't know. I think everyone's going to be choosing Sin Splitter. Dude, for 1v1s, like, it's like, I don't even think it's a question. You basically have to use it. But for large I mean, scale, like maybe some of the other scale, It's a mobility option too. Yeah. So having, having, you know, more protected mobility, which I was doling some uh, hash machines, like the, one of the main ways it's to catch them is in their mobility. And then also when they think they're going to be able to block jump you and they fail horribly. <laughs> <laughs> And also when they think their 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 S block or their uh, Q block is going to protect them too, that's another funny one to catch them in. Do that the I little mean, honestly, cone Dune, on their Q block. Dune slash seems like it could be pretty good as well, especially since it has a, a DP minus ten debuff on it. Yeah, and the flow to it has a evasion debuff. But the thing is, is like that one is really short range. Yeah, and it's not that fast. I don't know, dude. The, the, I was going to say the Q block, like the animation for the Q block is so misleading. Like it looks like it's protecting you in this like 
180 degree range, but man, that frontal guard is is quite thin. <laughs> like, hmm. you just need to be a little bit to the side and you get popped out of that thing. Um, they also got their Rabams and BSR skills added. We could talk about those in a little bit, but I want to I want to ask you guys your opinion on on this system, this bond system overall. So some of the complaints I'm hearing are you don't you're not going to know which skill people have chose, uh, which uh, which skill classes have chosen for their bond skills. So it's kind of like a guessing game, um, more RNG and BDO. And then the other is that there's no cooldown on switching them. So for example, if I want to get float on Katana Shower, I think um, Blockjump pointed this out. I can use the float on Katana Shower until I have the 50% BSR and then I switch to Murder or something else during that time until I use the 50% BSR version, then I can swap back. Like stuff like that. There's no cooldown on swapping the skills. So w what are your guys' opinions overall on uh, the system in general as it stands? So I think the, I think the, both of those are legitimate issues and should be fixed. I think there should probably be a visual indicator on which skill that is like the Bond version, just like there's a visual indicator on your BSR skills. Um, I don't know what that could be. Maybe slightly change up the animation or just add some fucking like blue to it or red to it or some shit. I don't know. Maybe some gold. Who cares? And then uh, you should definitely not be able to swap in the middle of a fight. I don't think like probably I know it's such like an outdated thing that doesn't really make sense in our game anymore for the most part. But like maybe make it to where you have to go to a skill instructor to do it. Yeah, I I mean, that's my that's my same philosophy with it too. Like, force it to where you have to go to a skill instructor or put a a timer cooldown on it at minimum. You know, like a ten minute cooldown because it's it's a little uh, yeah. insane. I don't like the timer cooldown thing because what if you're just trying to like test them out, right? And you're trying to just figure out like you have well, to, like, I mean, two minutes to so, swap every time. I guess I should have clarified that. So by timer cooldown, I mean an open world when you're not at the skill instructor. Oh, I see. I, I honestly, I've I've requested that for not only Global Lab, but for normal live servers, that they put a skill instructor actually in BA so that you can just they really should. change your skills. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they haven't done that yet. But um, I think if to combat this particular, like, abuse, they should put in, at minimum a cooldown timer and then make it so that you can freely transition between skills if you want to at the skill instructor only. Um, Cause then that would, that would help deal with some of these abuses that you're talking about or that was discussed. Um, I mean, beyond that, I like the system. I think the system is pretty good. The bond system. Um, I think it needs to be just tweaked slightly. Maybe some skills should be looked at here and there, <laughs> but uh, I think overall it's pretty satisfying and it's you know it's in the right direction. I think there's going to be a lot of people that don't like it because they feel like either a it makes more protected CCs and that's what they were going against two years ago, which I do agree with. But at the same time, they're under a new design philosophy after because after the CC super armor changes, uh, a new head took over. Um. And then, of course, successions didn't really follow the the plan per se. I mean, they kind of did, but kind of didn't in some cases. Um, 
I think it's overall positive. You know, like people that are complaining about the dueling thing, like, oh, well, I don't know what they picked. Well, I mean, like I said before, there's a meta, there's there's meta picks. So you can have yeah. a really good understanding of which ones they probably are picking. And from a duelist perspective, like I'm, I consider myself a duelist. Like I like to fight people 1v1s or whatever. I find it interesting. You know, like there's different ways to outplay people. What's wrong with that? You know, like, sorry, it's not the cookie cutter, you know, fight that you expect, you know, like that's what makes fights get stale and predictable, you know, having those unique options gives some interesting, you know, approaches to fighting X class. You know, you might want to pick a skill that actually might benefit you in a specific class matchup, you know, or just overall in 1v1s in general. So I don't know. I, th I think it's good. I think it's positive. Mina actually points out. If you uh, if you put a skill instructor in BA, then someone in open world could just go to BA, swap their bond skill, and then like come right back five seconds later, which would be okay. Kinda, like, okay, sucky. but there's still there's still a minute or two um, interval. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Return. It's like not it's not like in the fight, that, right? That's, but right. I'm just talking about like literally in the fight. Like if you have to go to BA, that means you're using at least a minute to two minutes before you can come back and try to you know switch it up i don't necessarily see a problem with that i'm just saying like the exact abuse as it is right now you can literally switch it mid combo to a different skill right or by disengaging you can switch it i don't think that's how it should be i think that would be awful to deal with yeah um, we, we all agree with that I yeah mean, that yeah. definitely so, should not be allowed yeah so i mean i i think it would be perfectly fine if uh they added a skill instructor in BA. Like, there should be a skill instructor in BA, period. Like, you agreed with Rosler. I, I, like, there's no reason why there shouldn't be. That's stupid. Like, BA is there to test and practice. Why is there not a skill instructor there? I don't know. Silly. Agreed. Yeah, my thing is, like, I think... I, I don't even actually agree with the there's more protected CCs necessarily because... Ever since Succession, there's been more protected CCs, and these specs, yeah. a lot of these Awakening specs, people are not using. So it's, when you did use them, you had less protected CCs, because for example, like on Valkyrie, you, you don't have um, Judgment of Light or Shield Throw protected CCs in Awakening. It's it's different. So, I don't know, they're, they're or like Ranger, Blasting Gust, um, the the ultimate one and i i mean there's there's a huge list 10 and cutter like all, all these skills don't don't exist in the awakening kits in the same way so it's like to me it never made sense that we were okay with not saying everyone was but that we were okay with all these successions having protected ccs we were happy like oh dude my class has this protected cc now that i could throw out there but we're not okay with the awakening version having it is like so strange to me um, especially because the word awakening is so misleading when it's just uh, in general a weaker kit so um, yeah. and yeah I agree with you guys there needs to be a cooldown I don't know how long but there needs to be some sort of cooldown they I I'm starting to wonder if that's why they added this under the skill enhancement window really? you guys you know how they have that weird enhancement animation when you choose um, your rebams no I've never noticed that. 
Yeah, so they ever I have, yeah. Yeah, so ever I'm, since the UI change. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that's the purpose of that. So it's like harder to change because if you cancel out of that animation, you actually don't get the skill. You have you have to like or it's, oh, or, it, or it happens like really like slow. Loading thing. Yeah, so maybe you have to maybe they just got to make one of these but a longer animation even though it's tedious. Um but maybe they okay just need that. to put like a, a five or ten second animation that you can't cancel out of. Yeah, I would be okay with that. It's just like I don't necessarily mind people switching out after they disengage from a fight. I mean, it, I get why there would be an issue with that, but I'm not necessarily like against that completely. Um, I'm not against that either as long as there's some sort of visual indicator that like yeah, if yeah, they I use a skill and I see that it's a different skill, I know like Okay, that They're one switching. has like super armor. That one floats. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm okay with that kind of concept. Like having an indicator as well. If if that's if they allow the ability to you know dynamically change during a fight with um or like as a disengage, maybe have uh have them take like a few seconds, like five to ten seconds, like you said, to have to reset and uh, change out their skill. And at least, you know, there's that time period where the, there's a difference. So I have a couple you know, simple they... ideas for this, actually. So this okay. animation, all right, right now it's like three seconds. So one, make this animation either five or ten seconds, right? But for the bond skills and make it so if you leave the screen or whatever, it cancels it. You have to watch the whole thing and make it where when you do it, it resets your BSR. Because that's one of the other things is like, you swap your skill for when your BSR is off cooldown, then you can use the 50% BSR version. Then you swap back. Like, if you change your skills, your BSR should just reset. That yeah. way people would have be less incentivized to actually change their skills mid-fight or mid-war. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair too. Um, I think it should be a combination of solutions. Like, that one is good. Changing your skill should reset your BSR. Um, an indicator... And then also maybe the timer to change it. Now, how good, like, I know you guys mentioned just a skill animation, right? But how helpful is that really if you're in a node you're war, you're not really going to, like, you're not going to see the, I think the it's new skill until you've already been war. hit, right? Yeah, well, for node wars, it's really not going to be helpful. What it's going to be helpful for is the 1v1s. Yeah. Right. I understand where Resler's coming from. It's, it's useless for the no war point of view, but uh... like if a, if fucking I'm trying to kite a guardian and I th see them use shift F, like I would like to be able to know if that's gonna float me or not. If you know they try and use it and then I'm able to dodge it, you know if I don't get hit by it, I'd like to know. Or if I am protected while they hit me with it. I'd still like to be able to know visually, like, oh, if I if they hit me with that and I don't dodge it or if I'm not yeah, that's in how protection, you learn. Yeah. like, then I, I'm going to get fucked. So right. I need to be extra careful when they use that ability, you know? So what I see what you're saying in large scale, like, it doesn't really matter and you're not going to know until you get hit by it. But in 1v1s, like, people do with abilities all the time fishing for, like, CCs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. What about yeah. the idea no, of... It's... If someone, let's say a guardian uses shift, shift F, 
and you're within the range it could be hit you get a little mini tos that pops up and you have to check off that you agree <laughs> mini tos you're understanding that you're exploiting this class no 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 you the guardian wouldn't get it the guardian presses shift f and then you're about to get hit by it you get a little pause it pops up like do you agree that this skill is going to be afloat and that you're okay with it <laughs> um yeah, something something would be kind of nice. Um, I think I think every time you die, it should just uh, pop up like swap you to a wizard, and just be like, hey, you know, you can always just play suck wizard. Yeah, know? it just, <laughs> just like the little bottom you know, right advertisement. Of, instead of instead of trying to optimize yeah, little, your advertisement at the bottom right, dude. <laughs> hey, you know, you just, we know you just died. Would you like to play suck wizard? That won't happen as much, if at all. <laughs> Um, alright, what do you guys think Christ. about, I had a friend of mine, uh, Bear, that you guys know, was in Choice's stream the other day and asked Choice what he thought of the, the bond skills, and he said, like, on one hand they're cool, but on the other, that classes like, um, Guardian Wait, and- Wait, this is Choice's response? Yeah, this is Choice. The classes like, and I'm paraphrasing, it's not word for word what he said, this is just what I remember. Nope. it's gonna be uh, verbatim. Classes like Warrior and Guardian were already powerful and don't need these skills. What are your guys' feelings on, on that? That, like, this is kind of too much strength for some of the classes. Maybe not necessarily those, but for some yeah, of these Yeah, I, I mean, classes. I said that earlier. I think some classes' skill selections might need to be looked at and tweaked. But overall, I think it's a good system with some positive aspects. I mean... I don't think, like, for example, most warriors are probably going to either choose the the solar flare or gravedigger, right? Mm -hmm. I don't see that as a problem. That's like whatever. I don't really catch warriors too often in solar flare unless they're trying to dash behind my red moon kind of thing, which I suppose, yeah, that would probably fix that issue for them. But it's not as impactful as, um, say, the float from Guardian's Cleansing. Um, I don't know. Not a big deal to me for those those things, and the com and when you compare it to all what the other classes would gain, you know. Yeah. I wonder why Kuno I, I, didn't get Suicide Falls super armor. Man, that would have been cool. <clears throat> <laughs> I see where Choice is coming from with that sentiment, but it's like when it's such a huge like this is a big gameplay change, right? Like you yeah. have to give it to all the classes. No, definitely. You can't, you can't not give it to some classes just because they're they're busted or something. I, I don't... Well, yeah, they, you, they need to address the issues with those classes specifically. And yeah. Know. Well, this was relayed. This was relayed to me. So again, that's why I said I was paraphrasing. It wasn't exactly what he said. I I don't think, at least I don't believe his sentiment was that some of the classes shouldn't get it. I I think it was more of like maybe the system just shouldn't be added because it's going to be too powerful for some classes. But I don't. I don't know. I I'd have to clarify with him. But it, the idea is, yeah. Do you think some of the classes I, I are think, too strong? I think if you were to present the argument in a way like how me and Rizzler were saying is like, basically, maybe those classes should be looked at in general for toning down rather than not giving them the bond skills, like or making like their I, bond skills. I think the bond. I think the bond skills is healthy for the game, um, not negative overall so yeah i think with the issue where those classes that are going to be too powerful with them they should be looked at and i think i think this probably will be another tweaking thing another patching thing that they have to do to you know balance them out 
And if they don't do it, then, you know, well, that's the suck wizard syndrome. You know, it happens. <laughs> some things make it through design, unfortunately, and it's going to make things awful for some people. I do think that bond skills should be powerful, though. And I don't yeah. think, like... You're only know. choosing I, one. I, I do agree that, like, there are some classes who Awakenings are really powerful and that, you know, those do need to be looked at, right? You got Striker, you got, you know, Warrior. I know a lot of people complain about it. Just like uh, every class should have gotten Succession, Cough, Archer. Let's Guardians. Let's Archer didn't need Succession, though. That's no, the thing. like, what... How many different bows do you want that fucking class to use? <laughs> I don't like that's such like a weird movement to me, the archer succession movement. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like yeah, I, I, I think bonds should be like really powerful skills, just like BSRs are, right? But you don't say like we should make a class's BSRs weaker because the class is strong. You say, well, we need to obviously do something about the class itself, right? Yeah. I think I actually can explain the archer succession movement, and it kind of ties into the bond thing. It's like people just want it's not necessarily about like, oh, I want a more powerful spec. It's like I just want the option, want the choice, new. because it's different and fun and new animations and like the combat in this game is fun. So if I can do something to make my class less mundane and less repetitive and like every once in a while switch specs, it just makes the game overall more fun. That that's probably why I get that. archers want succession more more than like that, a balance reason. And it's the same that's thing why with the, that's why they're introducing the tagging system. They can pick ranger. <laughs> I mean true, to be honest. Like true. That I actually do think that that helps with that a lot. My my philosophy with the with the bond thing is like even though it, it probably will be too powerful in some classes and I hope that they're looked at and balanced, I still would rather every class feel like it has something powerful as a part of um that's a part of its kit that they can use to defend themselves or fight other people, and then some classes are too strong versus we all feel really weak and some classes are too strong, because like. I don't know. You you don't want to run around in the game feeling like your your class is shitty, and like you don't have protected CCs. You know, like if I prefer to play Tamer Awakening, and I'm always against succession classes, like I don't know, it kind of feels shitty that they get all these protected CCs in their main spec, whereas like literally none of my Awakening has it. At least that's how I feel. I think the game is just overall just makes everything more fun for the person playing the class. Like having to play against it, some of them are going to be too strong. And again, hopefully it's looked at. But like, I don't think that the negative effects of that outweigh the how much fun people are going to have messing around with these skills, to be honest. And feeling like, holy shit, this skill that has been trash forever is actually going to be viable and good now. I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm going to go back to the same shit that I said forever ago, which is when they did the CC changes, they said that they were going to do Awakening and then Pre-Awakening, and then they just never did Pre-Awakening. And I think that has been the the biggest fucking blight on our on the balance in this game. Like, honestly, the fact that they never took away protected CCs from Pre-Awakenings and succession only made it like worse and made it like more obvious to everyone. Um Yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, like when they took away the protected CCs, it everyone hated it more than were excited about it. 
Yeah, everyone hated it more than more excited. I agree completely. I didn't like it. I thought it was dumb. Especially because Mewa was fairly naked initially until they started adding some back in. Holy shit, I couldn't even do D-Bite. It was unprotected. <laughs> that was old. <laughs> that was just awful. Yeah, there was like some... my one skill. There was one some skill like... I could always rely on. That felt bad, dude. There was some that felt bad. Um, and Red Moon didn't float, I think, at first. I couldn't remember. Maybe it did. I don't know. It was just crazy. The whole thing was just crazy. I also think a lot of these are really nice for PvE. There's some skills that are just damage-dealing abilities that are not protected in PvE that you can just turn it on. Like, you don't need it for PvP. You can swap to it for PvE just to, like, remain in your combo without having to do one more dash or something, or moving. Which is kind of nice. Like, I think... Um, I mean, I don't know if a Sork would use Dead Hunt, but now it's it's possible to use the entire long animation of Dead Hunt without worrying about a mob knocking you out of the animation. <laughs> if yeah. if you wanted to, which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, there's that. That'll I I have a feeling this is coming in two weeks. I think KR is going to get it next week, but we'll see, and then we'll get it in oh, two weeks. God, I hope not. They still need to do some tweaks to it. Yeah, I hope we get it, dude. Fuck it. I mean, I do want it, but at the same time, I just hope they spend some more time polishing it. Like, to put in those delays or some sort of indicators to prevent people from abusing it. Um, and some of the other aspects, too. Um, like, hopefully they look at some skills and tweak them. That's my, my hope. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that was uh, mentioned in here, uh, as far as the awakening goes, so they said in addition, awakenings PVE and PVE, or sorry, PVP and PVE performance will continue to be checked from today onwards. And rather than simply supplementing the awakening, we are trying to improve and expand it like this bond skill, so that adventurers feel they are enjoying new content, which is a funny sentence to me. Subsequently, we are preparing to improve the specialized effects of the Awakening skill, and we are designing a new advanced skill, and in parentheses says Rabam's Enlightenment. The new advanced skills will be a different way of learning than before, and all characters will be released at the same time. We look forward to your expectations, reprimands, and free opinions. So it sounds like we're getting some sort of Rabam skills in Awakening. What are your guys' feelings on that? Yeah. So I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty hyped about it, but... Uh... Someone, I don't remember who it was, I think it might have been Crimson, pointed out to me, uh, what fucking buttons is this shit gonna be on? <laughs> oh, yeah, god damn. Yeah. Please don't so, utilize spacebar any more than we already have to, please. We're running out of buttons on this keyboard, bro. <laughs> the only one I, the, I can think gonna of... gonna put out a new requirement, you know how they have system requirements? Well, they're gonna put out a new requirement, you need a keyboard-related mouse <laughs> to play this game. Yeah, the, said, the only I one that's obvious is... I start using Alt, honestly. I think Shift-C is the obvious one, because they have a few skills in Suck that use Shift-C, and it feels pretty nice. Like, Succession Descent on uh, Hashishin uses Shift-C, which I think is True. cool. Moonlight on uh, Succession Ninja uses Shift-C. Shift-C feels pretty good. I just don't know if it'll have conflict with C-Swap, is my only fear. Oh, please, God, no. That'd be awful. Oh, yeah, Striker already has Shift-C. So, yeah, I, I think they could 
I mean, there's there's some buttons. I don't know. Not all of them are really used on every class, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. They could do more LMB, RMB. There's some classes that don't have that many. Um, like, um, what is it? Uh, S LMB, RMB on Wizard, right? Is the chilling wave? Mm -hmm. Is that Goral as well? No, that's Fisher Wave. It's Fisher Wave. I don't think... Unless I just don't know my class, but I, I don't think Kuno has SLMB, RMB. So I think there are still some keybind options available for some classes. I don't think we have a skill I mean, that's SLMB, RMB. Like, Archer doesn't have SLMB, RMB either, but it kind of gets in the way of one, you're swapping into uh, Awakening with SLMB from Pre-Awakening. And then when you're in Awakening, swapping into Pre-Awakening with your Lingered Frontal Guard. So it would kind of get in the way of a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's there's definitely possibities. Uh, yeah, who knows? I don't know. Hopefully they do a lot of testing on that to figure out what actually like feels good and doesn't conflict with other abilities and keys and stuff. Dude, I'm just hyped to see what these animations are going to be, because their animations have been really fucking cool lately. Dude, a lot I, of them. I can't even imagine what the Mewa, like, whatever they come up with Mewa, how the ice animation is going to be, because, like, that, it looks, the ice animations in Awakening, that after they did the rework on the, uh, the graphics, look really fucking good. I'm just curious what skills they're going to do. I'm hoping like, on Mewa, Mewa is Cloud Stab and New Year's Eve, so it's just more pokes. Oh god, please no. <laughs> it needs to be a cone-based skill. What if they what if the Rebomb Valk and the suck and the 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 crash together? The suck and the crash? The the suck and the fall from the sky thing. Oh. Dude, there's so many yeah, there's like some I don't know, you could do some crazy things. I could see I could see something with uh, oppression, the AoE, three sixty AoE. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then, um, like, I don't know. Also, what can they go through do? and re-update some of these awakening icons? They're, like, outdated as fuck. Why? What's the big deal? I don't know. They, yeah. just, they just need, like, a resolution yeah, but, uh, increase or you just, something. You just want new and shiny everything, don't you? Yeah, dude, the resolution on some of these, like, Delighted Blast, like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. This, the resolution on it, it's, like, six pixels by six pixels. Kelfon in my stream says uh, it doesn't matter what Rebomb's Guardian will get, they'll be busted. True. True, true, true. They'll probably have a float super armor, 55 yard range, and be able to like just reset your position back on the node. I hope just... the Maywon one is they combine Grapple Arrow and uh, Red Moon. But that Grapple Arrow is pre-awakened. And uh, Red Moon's also right. pre-awakened. I know it's I know it's more like wishful thinking, that would but be what? Though. <laughs> Travel, they'll just teleport on top of you, Redman. <laughs> on the <laughs> on the class that you guys main, what what Rebam skill? Like what utility is your class missing that a Rebam skill would actually help in Awakening? I play Archer. Wait, what, what was that question anything? again? <laughs> like what what utility or, or skill? Like what what Rebam could they add that would actually be helpful for Mewa? Like what are you guys missing in Awakening Kit? Um, 
either one of two things. The ability to do a lot of damage to shields, an iframe, or um, no stamina-based movement would be good. Yeah. They could do like a sleet step stigma thing where you iframe and then have a CC at the end. Like a sleet step oppression. God, see, you always take it there, dude. I want spin spree. <laughs> I want spin spree that's throwing out delighted blasts in all directions. Fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. The most ridiculous shit ever. Let's move on to what the. We, uh, what if we? What if? What if they combined piercing light and Lutherigan's <laughs> call, where it's just piercing light on a four-second cooldown? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, they could give it. It could have. Uh, super armor and frontal guard, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. Oppression frost pillar combination. You just have 360 frontal guard, but it also does a knockdown. There you go, right there. Um, perfect. All right, this Marnie confusion device. They went through and 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 set some rules, so they answered some questions and left us with many others. Um. Let's go through this real quick. Alright, Marnie's Suspicious Device, Character Tag Improvement. All four armor, three weapons, six accessories, one tool, and one alchemy stone in the current equipment window of the main character are transferred to the secondary character's back. All the time of, um, or at the time of transfer, all the equipment's uh, enhancement stage, engraving status, modification, and Kafir's level uh, are transferred as it is. However, item transfer is only possible when the maximum durability of all equipment and the current durability of all equipment is restored and the free slot of the transfer's bag is 14 or more. Crystals installed in the transferred equipment uh, can be removed but cannot be extracted. So you can like destroy them, but you can't pull them out. That way you can't duplicate your crystals. Um, crystals can be installed in the remaining slots in the transferred equipment. Transferred equipment can only be equipped and unequipped. It cannot be placed in storage or the central market. Transferred equipment cannot be used for features such as enhancement, improvement, Kafir's level, or uh, dark predation. I don't know what that is. Uh, Etc. Is, is that the absorbing it for stacks thing? Probably. Devour, maybe? I don't know. That's called devour, Probably. but... Um, Original equipment cannot be registered on the E. I like that they said the E central market. It's the electronic central market. You don't want to use the, yeah. the actual brick and mortar market, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, you, you don't want to go to that, you know, that's like handed off physically. For clarification on the enhancement stuff, it's this is only like, so it says uh, uh, transferred equipment cannot be used for features like enhancement, Kafir's level, etc. That's only for the copied equipment. The main stuff can still be enhanced. Um, it says if the enhancement level and Kafir's level in the original equipment is changed, the transferred equipment will be reflected in the same way when switching characters. So if I copy over my C9 dim tree and I Kafir's it up, when I go back to my other character, it'll also be Kafir's up to C10 or, or whatever you move it to. Um, even if the stamp and correction are changed to the original equipment, the first item will remain transferred to the transfer equipment. I don't know what that means at all. I have no idea what that's telling me. Um, yeah, that's super, I have that wording. Item transfer cost is calculated according to 3% of the total price of the exchange price for three weapons plus the number of Kafir's levels. However, 
For equipment that has been improved and cannot be registered on the central market, the price of equipment before the upgrade will be calculated in the same manner as the standard. Um, sure. Okay. Uh, Marnie's unstable fuel can be purchased the old moon manager for 10 million silver coins and at the time of transfer the amount calculated above is converted to Marnie's unstable fuel and consumed as much as necessary. Equipment cannot be transferred colon. Uh, costumes such as Calfion noble dress, season gear, Nauru gear, main quest gear, fixed gear, rental, uh, life tools, shy weapons, and stuff like that. Um, the character tag function cannot be used in the following situations. Node War Siege, Red Battlefield, Battle Arena, Arena Arsha, Savage Rift, Horse Racing, Guild Battle, Ocean, Altar Blood, and Pit of Undying. Um, and if the transferred character's karma is negative number, all transferred equipment is destroyed upon death. So I think with these rules where it says the character tag function cannot be used in the following situations, I believe it just means you can't actually like click the tag button to swap and you can't create a new tag during any of these situations. Believe Sounds like they're trying to cover a lot of bases. Yeah, I don't think it means you can't use your character for node wars. You still can. I think it's just they're trying to prevent you from like instant swapping back and forth in the middle of war. Is my guess. Um, and then it says since the release of the character conversion feature last week, we've received a lot of feedback from adventures around the world. In common, there are many opinions asking for a quick release, so we're developing more energetically and some large and small requests for improvement have been reflected. The feature needs to be verified a little more, so we're testing it further. So we uh, ask for your expectation and feedback. So there you have it. Uh, you can use tag. I just clarified that, Ross. You, you can use them in these situations. You just can't instant swap or create a new tag in any of these situations. That's, that's how it works. So like you can change characters and go to the other one and then you'll have no BSR and be in a main city during node war or whatever, but you can't just like instant swap in the middle of a war or you can't create a tag during node war and siege or while you're in BA or during savage rift or ultra blood or pit of undying or any of that stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah. All right. Uh, so what do you guys think about it so far with the, uh, the updated information? I think it's looking pretty good so far. I don't really have any complaints about it. I think it's a a solid attempt at getting everyone to Witch Wizard. I agree. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that movement happens. You already, you already know all the big siege guilds are going to be like, all right, all you people that aren't Wizard and Witch, we're going to need you to uh, really uh, you use your tag system to get yeah, a Wizard and a Witch. Create your, your tag, Wizard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I dude, I, I'm fucking hyped for that. That's gonna be really cool. I'm now because the bond system that I was not expecting came out. There's a part so, of me that wants to tag Mystic. I I do have a question though, because right. I was thinking about this the other day. I was initially thinking about it for me, but then I was thinking about it even more for you, Frosty. Does this mean that if I am on my archer, right, yeah. I can tag my zerker, and my zerker will have all the stuff that my archer has, right? Mm -hmm. And then I can go onto my witch and tag my wizard. No. Oh, wait. Uh, no, because I think the tag screen always shows your two tagged characters. 
Does it? I think. Can you I have... don't actually know. That's why I was asking. Can you have multiple tags? I don't know. No. You can't. I, 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 I don't. I don't I don't know. I've never even I've used the tag system like twice in my lifetime. <laughs> if you mean if you mean two different characters being tagged to other two different characters, yes. You can No, no you can't. No, you can't. It's restricted to only one set. You can only have one tag uh, at a time. What? It's only you one know what? Set. When I when I look up the tag system right now, it only shows my um my two characters that I have tagged from a different set. Yeah, you're okay. right. It's yeah. only limited to one. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I was curious about because I was like I was like, wait, if you get two sets of gear, you can have four classes. Like, what? Yeah. If you have okay. two sets of gear. Not all of us are that rich, Reslar. All right? Jesus. Uh, Dude, down. I think it's so... So originally I thought it was just weapons, so I'd have to be trans... I think it's so fucking cool that it, it duplicates everything over. It just makes it so nice, dude. Not having to, like, sit there and transfer all my items through the storage. Yeah. Because I thought it was yeah, just going to be weapons when I first read it. But being everything, including the crystals. And last week, the it wasn't crystals. It didn't copy your crystals over. But it looks like they made it so crystals that you pull out will just be destroyed no matter what. So now it does copy them. I think that was just to prevent like duplicating crystals and selling them. Um, dude, I, I'm, I'm hyped, man. This is fucking cool. It's a really, really cool thing that they're doing. And this is like literally just for... Well, they're going to make a ton of money on it. There's going to be a lot of people buying weight and inventory slots, like, for sure. Um, but I, I still think it's a cool thing, and it'll it'll increase there, the longevity of the like game for people. There people like us that have already been suckered into buying weight and inventory <laughs> yeah. on multiple classes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I only have weight and inventory you're, on all the classes I've played. You're just a lost Which class. is, what, like, six of them? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was only six. So... <laughs> The yeah, I, I'm hype about that, dude. I think this is gonna be a cool here's, change. Here's the real question, Frosty. This comes out, the bond skills come out. What class are you tagging? I'm pretty sure now I'm I'm gonna tag Mystic because you know I have a soft spot for Awakened Mystic. Like I I love Awakened Mystic. Um, but when they removed the CC from Crouching Wolf, it made me sad. But now having Spiral. Like the amount of frustration I can inflict on people by spiraling through their frontal guards again. Oh my god. I'm basically a griefer. I, I still do wish Mystic got some damage buffs though, but Mystic is definitely up there on my list of classes that I want to tag. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit curious on how Awakened Lawn feels. This is the thing that sucks, dude, because... I'm going to waste so many billions of silver tagging and yeah. re-tagging. It's fucked. <laughs> I'm never gonna make a gain again. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna be forever you're, stuck. You're probably gonna go through at least. I mean, what is it to tag? People were estimating like a solid like two to three bill. So for me, it'll be about two point nine bill. So three bill. You're gonna go through probably. I don't know how often you're gonna swap it. A week probably. So that would be 12 bill a month in swapping. I got to grind 10 hours a day for three days just to be able to maintain my tagging every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I'm, I'm hyped though because it's going to make it way, like I'm going to be way more motivated to grind. Like the Kuno PVE buffs coming are actually like kind of nice. The new bond system and then the tagging system. Like I'm going to be way more motivated. You're going to need, you're to gonna need awaken buffs every week just to be able to maintain, you know, keeping up with it. 
Dude, this is gonna be perfect for me because it's like Archer's so busted. The only class I kind of struggle against is Guardian, so I'll just swap to Zerker. Yeah, and that's not a problem anymore. Dude, it's kind of nice because like everyone has. I I still like. I know it's like just a. It's not that big a deal, but it feels like a fighting game thing. Like you're literally gonna be asking people, "Oh, what what do you main and what are you off? Like, what's your off class? What's your off role?" It's gonna be sick, dude. Like, oh, is it? Uh, Rezler plays Archer and and Zerker. My favorite's gonna be um, when people come up dual for spot, and uh, they're gonna be like, "Wait, hold on, I'll get my dual character." Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? <laughs> we're, we're gonna go back to the old days of pirates with like, "I'll go get my main," and they take their fishing boat all the way back to Velia to switch. Oh, dude, this is gonna be good. Um, Black Spirit Adventure. I forgot to put this on the list, but we could talk about this. They updated the board game, so it looks a little fancier. You roll a lot more dice. Um, they're changing some of the rewards. It looks like they still have the stupid, 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 stupid buffs on there. Um, but they're changing some of the Is rewards. Plus two, dude? And giving you more objectives, and I don't know. It look it looks more adorable, so I, I approve. As long as it looks cute, it's fine. Um, they clarified more stuff on the tier ten horses. They got some busted ass skills. Um, also, all their, I think it also said that all their skills come instantly trained at 100, right? Something like that, yeah. And oh, also probably. that it couldn't be sold on the marketplace, I believe? Yes. Um, so oh, the dream system. Oh, man. Yeah. There so, goes the horse market. So the dream system, which is a method of acquiring dream art or not has been improved in order to indulge in dreams the item sensor to call dreams has been changed sensor to call dreams can be obtained by crafting core materials such as old moon incense burner dream of dreams these can't be real names this is why i don't even want to read this but basically it can't be registered on the market you got to make it yourself you need two dream horses apparently you'll actually there's a chance i don't know if this is confirmed but you'll be able to mate males and males dude or you might not be able to i don't know you should be able to right you should be able to mate two males to make one of these dream horses um let's yeah, see in dude. fact this part if it is possible to just here uh in fact in this part uh it is possible to adjust the probability of success little by little so that the male plus male and female plus female can also challenge but the price is more expensive so you can you can uh birth a dream horse out of a gay relationship but they're going to charge you more or something like that <laughs> that's how what i've come to understand how progressive it's kind it's like progressive in one sense but then also like well, why does it cost us more in the other you know it's like well uh, you know I mean, like like in those relationships they typically have to you know foster or you know that's dude that's stop. the same thing actually so i watched a couple episodes of this show with my girlfriend the other day and it was like i thought it was the whole thing was an allegory for like gay rights and like accepting people who are different from you but then like every like 30 minutes they cracked some like gays are weird or like wow homosexuals am i right kind of joke and i was like is this pro or anti-gay i can't figure it out <laughs> Cindy says you got to finish reading it pretty sure by the end they said it was an idea but they decided against it so it says considering the value of the male the opinion that the male and female are in good condition as they are now more prevailed so we decided to maintain the current condition instead since dream Ardenaut is a word that gives a big goal to trainers we had made three born horse oh okay so they they thought same sex uh 
birthing would be cool and then they decided against it for political reasons it says here so. <laughs> for political <laughs> reasons <laughs> oh my god dude well i guess the 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 male to male female to female dream horse dream is dead i'm sorry everybody but you're gonna get more powerful skills so there you go um they added a season think, only rbf or i think there are a lot of horse people that are upset that they uh they can't sell it i think there were a lot of people that were kind of like yeah you know, i think that pretty much killed the idea of a it. huge marketplace you think so purchase. i don't know i think there's an element of like you have to make this to get it so you're gonna feel yeah. more unique I mean, by having yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no, more I'll of a collector's that. thing now rather than a uh can I make profit off this kind of thing? Yeah. I totally get that, but I don't know. I think there were, I guess it also depends on just how hard it is to get, right? But I know that there has to be some people out there, some horse trainers out there with like like dollar signs in their eyes, right? They're thinking like, dude, I can sell this bitch for probably like 100 billion silver or something like that. Yeah. Sadly, they would probably get ripped off. It would only, it would probably only sell for like whatever nine bill times two so it'd be 18 bill and then you still get the 35 percent tax so it wouldn't even be <laughs> worth selling <laughs> true uh um yeah so that's kind of interesting they added a uh season only rbf which i think is cool uh that's good because there's a lot of rbf or a lot of seasonal players that are actually new or people that just want to mess around on seasonal so that's kind of cool that they have a, a safe place to pvp um they added another one of these nightmare characters. So they added a nightmare Nuver. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's called Bloodstained Nuver, but uh, same thing as the nightmare Zarka. Basically, has better drops, does more damage, is a scarier thing. They're gonna spawn like once or twice a week only, so they're gonna be a little bit more rare than the normal bosses. But they have a higher they have a higher chance to drop the boss. They have a higher they can drop higher amounts of gold bars and they can also drop enhanced. Um, so the box can drop a plus zero here's, pride here's the, duo try or tet. Here's the key thing you're missing here, Rizzler. Does it drop enhanced amounts of uh, Nova scales for the uh, Garmoth quest? Yeah, right. Don't That's the real question here. Call me Rizzler ever again. Um, did I call you Rizzler? <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Did I really? Oh my gosh. Wow. Maywa brain, dude. When all you have to do it's is press the hotkey to red and kill everybody. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that when they, when you, cool. when the when when your brain needs more synapses than just holding down right click, they really struggle. Yeah, yeah well, I mean I like to do true. other things with my time than just worrying about how I'm gonna travel to and from, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know I know you gotta head out soon, so I'm trying to I'm trying to plow through these. But uh, guild changes, something we've been asking for forever. They finally added new guild roles: the assistant and officer role. The assistant can basically do everything a guild leader can do, and the guild has to, uh, um, you know, empower Bye -bye. them with that. Um, but they can do almost everything uh, that a guild leader can do. The uh, the other one is the Quartermaster Artillery, which is basically a Quartermaster, except they can also build during Node War. So You also, you forgot to mention the biggest part about the, the Co-GM role, What's which that? is they can CTG. Yeah, dude. Yep. They can. Yep. So no, longer, no longer does your GM have to suicide 
into the enemy base to get the CTG off. That's actually yep, and, scary. And and the GM doesn't have to build a uh, class that's better tuned for doing that. Dude, there's going to be a lot more times where you're actually completely surprised you just got CTG'd. Because the, yeah. the GM was the clue. Like, oh shit, the GM's here. GM's here, get ready. Well, we might get CTG'd. They'll, they'll probably still have a, uh, you know, a tag indicator over the co-GM's head, right? They might, yeah. They might come up with a special indicator. Can you have more than order. one, though? Or is it only No, one? you can only have one. Oh, you can only have one. Okay, so you can hire one person. Yeah, yeah the sad... you can only have you can only have one co-GM. I remember them saying that. Yeah, the sad thing is it, it'll likely still be the GM that is the co-GM. They'll just be de designating like an <laughs> alt account. It'll be uh, think, in the uh, programming I, where only a only a GM could be a co GM. Dude, all of your all of your co GMs are just going to be your already shadow GMs, right? I mean, that's really what's just going to happen. Yeah. yeah, except they'll have more powers I, I for feel no like wars. Every guild has a shadow GM, right? Damn near every guild, if not every guild, has a shadow GM. Yeah. The and uh, now GMs can actually take literal vacations from the game. And not have yeah, to. GMs don't have to feel scuffed for not. I, you know what I'm curious about. I'm curious on. Can you just change the co-GM on a whim, right? Um, yeah, that would be interesting. That'd be good like, because if you could, is it then like the GM where it's here. like a really big deal? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not that's, sure. That's a good point. They need a. Like, they can need a we, like, could we as a guild, right? Like, if we have a ninja sitting invis near their base, and our GM and our co GM are, like, at our base, like, defending, can our GM assign the ninja co GM really quickly, and then the ninja pop CTG while he's invisible? And well, I mean, we you still, you still have the, the base requirements. You need the blood, but if you're, if you're trying to suggest that everyone needs to carry blood on them. Not everyone, but I'm saying, like, if you, I mean, all the like officers. officers, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I, could, like be, how, that could be pretty scary. It could be, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm wondering if it's just going to be, like, officer, where it's just, like, here you go, you're officer now. Or if it's going to be, like, GM, where it's a giant thing. That's a good point. Yeah. That's um... a really good point. Let's see, artillery. Uh, questions that need to be answered, basically. I'm trying to see if it has a specific rule in this list. Probably not. Because remember, PA thinks that we're not going to exploit things. <laughs> I don't know. Judging by the way they're messing with the crystals and stuff in the morning confusion device, I think they think all we're going to do is exploit things at this point. Well, I mean, after I the mean, recent events. That is pretty much all we do, so... Speaking of uh, Afuaru maps, um, the little Afuaru <laughs> grave robber guy is now going to be spawning in different areas, and he's going to have more valuable items. Uh, That's cool. He, let's see, when monsters are defeated in Thornwood Forest, Land of the Tauros, Aloons Valley, Silent Grave, Ash Forest, Afuaru, the grave will appear with a certain probability. Um, also in Road, Sulfur Mine, Pilaku, History, Achman, Varnstep, Manshaf, Mansion Forest, Shear Ruins, Sherkin Necropolis, and Tooth Fairy, and Blood Wolf. The value of the items dropped by Afuaru, the robber in the village area, has increased even further. And you can get very rare items that can be obtained in the area by defeating Afuaru, the robber, that appears in some areas. Afuaru, the robber, was applied as a ventilation element when hunting. Did you know that? 
guys a ventilation element yeah um but it seems that its attractiveness was a bit low therefore in the area where each treasure appears the treasure material has been changed to drop with very low probability and the odalary odalary odalita area has been added can't wait for the odalary area dude i didn't even know it was applied as a ventilation element I haven't been using it as such. Have you? Have either of you? <laughs> I have not. Oh my god, they're fucking wording sometimes, man. God, it's so upsetting. Um, and that's kind of about it. We we got a lot of shit going on. I mean, you did you did briefly go over the seasonal RBF, but I think that's going to be more exciting for a lot of people than we. Gave oh it yeah, that's a that's a huge more. thing, honestly. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. They they also um the last thing I didn't mention was the uh Hashishin got their BSR skills and Rabam skills in this uh Yes. Lab update. And uh Luckily they got another uh jump behind you skill. So that's cool. Um, oh, I should say luckily. <laughs> yeah, they they have some cool I don't know. I have to I haven't Kimo's not putting up his usual videos that demos it for me. I'm sure someone else has. I, I haven't I haven't found it yet, but I miss Kimo's. This was put together so well back in the day. I miss him doing those videos. Kimo, if you're out there, I know you don't speak English, but you do what I'm telling you and make those videos again. <laughs> Please. Uh dude, it's like uh I, I think these are gonna be kinda cool. Some of them are, are lame though. I think the tornado one is kind of lame. Um, the one, the chosen blade slash rupture one is kind of lame. Uh, I guess you have super armor, so it's like the little tornado skill with super armor. I guess that's kind of cool. I don't know. It's whatever. All of them are protected except for um, sand cutting, which is rupture and Al's dominion. Which also seems kind of like a lame skill, but maybe it does high damage. It's probably good for combos. Also has an evasion debuff, so maybe it is good. I don't know. Anyway, what is? huh? What skill are you talking about? The it's called sand cutting. It's one of the shift X abilities on Hashishin. Has a reduce all evasion by nine percent for ten seconds. Oh, that's one of the Ramams. Yeah. Um, the other three, I think it's this one. The Apostle attack is no. It's the one. Is it one of these teleports? You, I forget. Forget which. Is it this one? I think it's this one. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they're they're kind of interesting. I was just hoping for more like lingering tornadoes, but maybe maybe the engine can't handle it. You know, it might be too much. You wanna add more to that shit? Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. I, the tornadoes are unique and and cool looking and fun. Whatever, dude. Screw you, Nashi. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's that's kind of it I guess uh, we're just moving on to comments now unless there's anything else you guys uh, wanted to touch on yeah um, the woman hasn't come home yet so it looks like she got out a little bit later bond skills are coming whether people like it or not hopefully uh, I bought a boat Frosty like an actual boat like a uh, fuck what's it called a furious sailboat Nice. You also, not to put you on blast, but a little earlier you said your girlfriend. Give us a little uh, more insight on that one. What's going on with that? 
You got a girlfriend? Yeah. Why are you Question saying mark? it like that? I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know much about your personal life. I thought, let's talk about it in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it for the whole world. Yeah. Girlfriend, huh? <laughs> God damn, Russ. I fucking... I know. No one thought it was possible. Who wants to date discount BDO Alex Jones? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does she know you play video games? Is this why you're taking a break? <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, were you yeah, taking a girlfriend leave of absence, dude? You cannot let them dictate your life. <laughs> Damn. First it's you know, video. If you, if you show them if you show them weakness by giving in, then they know they got you. You don't understand, Roslar. <laughs> it starts with BDO and it ends with a vasectomy. A premature vasectomy. <laughs> Stand <laughs> strong, Reslar. Stand strong. <laughs> All right. Uh, comments. Riven4S says, fuck my life. Guess I have to tag a suck whiz so the guild stays relevant. True. Uh, DG609, yeah. wow, I'm early. Battle Hot Dog says, so it's like 2 to 3 billion to copy your weapons and another 2.5 bill for crystals. Sounds kind of expensive. Turns out you don't have to pay for the crystals after all. They're going to duplicate those as well. So you don't have to pay for that. Uh, don't die though and lose your crystals because, you know. And you're going to put more in, then it gets expensive. Um, Bullze says, imagine people in Node War swapping to their tagged Zerkers to Q-buff you to death. That would be fun. Keck W. We have a very different definitions of fun. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um... Hold on, the, the missus is telling me something. She showed me a picture of a girl dancing and then said bye. Are you going dancing? <laughs> uh, Trionex says they said they are locking changing for efficient play, but you can always coupon your weapons to wizard and then tag your main. I heard they block using this gear during fight, but above solves it. Get ready for tronations everywhere. Now, I don't, I, they're not going to block you from using the character. I, I, Unless I'm completely misunderstanding that, they're just blocking you from instant swapping with the tag button and from creating a new tag during Node War and, and Siege and stuff. No, Frosty's not married. I'm in a very serious relationship that does not involve a wedding. Um, he says, as for what they said with re-rolling for balance purposes, they said that they don't want to implicate that they change balance so often to get money from coupons this is why they removed pearl coupons and added free ones this must have cost them a lot of money this change goes all well with their current statement they give another in-game way to reroll in siege guild if you apply as a witcher then it's a pressure on you to never reroll off of it if you if you ever roll to witcher rolling off is incredibly hard it's not required but there's pressure uh, on you once you agree i'm hyped for it since i already got weapons on three classes Uh, Talus Acceptance says, one, wait, so it, it, is it only the cost of weapons for the tag or the armor as well, and can you choose which to pay for? Um, it is only the weapons. It's whatever is on your character at the time, but it's only the weapon slots that it's counting. And then two, I feel like that would make wars weird because no one is killing anyone if everyone is just teleporting around. I don't know what he's... I I don't know what that refers to. 
I mean, killing anyone which if wizards do die. <laughs> teleporting if that's around. the what it's being implied there. They do die. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't know. No one's going to be teleporting around. I think he thinks that it's like Diablo 2 where everyone's getting Enigma and they could just teleport around with that armor. Oh, God. <laughs> you remember that shit, dude? Yeah. Oh, that ruined that game, dude. Uh, Nick Gefunden says, The real reason for the drought in the Caprus market is the price cap. If they would sell for more than three mil per piece, more people would be, or more people would bother to gather and sell them on the central market. Lost Soul says most KR players are going to uh, going to gathering for Kafras. Um, Kanichi Sai says, what about life skill gear? Can you tag and transfer it to a different alt as well? Um, I believe they clarified in this recent thing and said no, that you can't do that. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I, I think it's only actual like combat equipment. Uh... And then Ali says, this is amazing. So it's a one-time pay up and I only have to pay once to have a copy. This is perfect. Now I can grind on my Suck Ranger and tag out to my PVP Suck DK to fight Griefers. Exactly. Dude, that's what, man. Oh, this is their way to counter karma. Who's karma? If I'm someone's karma bombing you, you can fucking at least use two characters. <laughs> you, well, what you, can't, what you can do is like have a red character. That just like, you know. True. Very true. You're like, oh, you're not deckable? Alright, let me just swap to my red character real quick. Well, no, no, no. Remember, one of the rules is if you die while negative karma, all your copied equipment gets deleted. Well, yeah, you have your main character as the one with the gear. No, 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 no. The other way around. Right? You'd no, have your... because your copy gear gets deleted. Well, yeah, but he's saying you'd have your karma bomb character with the gear. Yeah, because yeah, your gear... main your main's gear would be the red character, but your copy character would be your farm character. You're in a heated way saying the same thing as Reslar. No, he's saying the opposite though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm lost. All <laughs> <Help>. right. <laughs> this is the problem. No, wait, Frosty. You were saying you were saying um, that basically the red character. If I miss. He has the I copy gear and dies as red. He loses. He loses all his stuff. But I misunderstood Reslar. That's so. I said that, but Reslar was like, "No, no, no. You'd have your main gear on the red character." And then you said, "No, oh, yeah. just put your main gear on the red character." Well, yeah, because I was responding to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You responded to me. That was uh. Yeah, yeah. To clarify, you're both dumb. Um, Ollie's <laughs> uh or uh awkward ninja says some thoughts. One. All of these trainers that thought they were done after the measly 9-bill grind for their end goal is laughable to me. I feel like T10 horses were inevitable and are probably going to cost at least 21 bill. Wrong. 12. <laughs> Joke's on you. They're going to cost priceless because you're never going to get one. 12 bill yeah. for female, 9 bill for male, and mats to make it dream. Probably 10 bill plus. E yeah, it's going to be... I don't think he meant to buy. I think he meant to make it. It'll cost 21 bill, but I think it's going to cost more than that because just the two horses, you need a male and a female plus 10 bill. Yep. So I, that math just doesn't. Um, but yeah, uh, two, um, pen is not the end. C20 Zarka costs like 5x a base pen or some shit. Even if the box dropped pen, it doesn't. Yeah, it only drops tat for the Nuver and the Zarka boxes. Um, it is 20 bill, not 150 bill for the actual end for just the one weapon. 
Um, three, TLDR, people complaining about BDO Hub are the same that complain about player-made wiki, uh, wikis. If things are wrong, fucking fix them yourself. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Some people don't know, or maybe you are the person who are wrong slash an outlier. Either way, contributing can help people find out. The Archer Discord's response was childish, and if they all have this properly curated data, then why don't they contribute to the BDO hub? Unless, of course, the data is scuffed and there's more drama to it. I agree. Wait, Those Archers are trash. Uh, TLDR. <laughs> number four, TLDR. No point in putting a restriction on using the gear during war. People will find a way around it anyway. Uh, current Marnie's fuel implementation, you swap your main to suck whiz and then have an all outside of wars. It doesn't matter if it is usable in wars and siege. Currently, it is not usable during this times. People complaining about weight um when most trash spots you can put stuff on your horses needed and you aren't doing more than 800 lt an hour just keeping the grinding alt with just pots and four bill tops for a second character to play with your normal gear is hype as fuck if pa doesn't want it to be too exploited then just don't let people swap characters during war or only once or something but let let people take whatever since they will all go whiz either way we all will eventually be on wizard that's the thing that's uh that's crazy. Yeah, the Musassin says, uh, yes, I'm still grasping for the resource drain. It's bad enough that Prime Blooming as the text damage reduced in PvP and added to the fact the damage numbers got nerfed. Have they have they 30 nerfed? Minute warning on Vel, by the way. Have they nerfed uh Musa recently? No, they only buffed it. Okay. Uh oh, they didn't stop there. Then you got double nerfed for both PvP and PvE, since if you use it while blue buff is active, it does less damage. Now I'm at the same AP level as Nayashi, but I have pen armors and C4 on boss and C9 on pen luck helm. I still do no damage. Don't get me wrong. If you're going to keep taking damage away from us for the silly reason, well, you can spam blooming. Are, are Musa's getting damage taken away? Nayashi, I'm just have to clarify with you because you're the blader class. Well, I don't play Musa. As far I, as I know, they haven't gotten damage taken away. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Uh, should we get I something? I mean, there was, the, there was originally the the blue buff made it so that they did the full damage of what their blooming would do, which was actually busted. So the problem with suck is moose in general, just they're not in a good spot. PVE wise. And that's, I think where all those come well, from. We'll see after this next patch coming up. Actually, I know they are in a good spot now because of the last two patches. I, I, I watched. Well, yeah, they've been getting a lot of, they've been getting a lot of, uh, yeah. updates. Um, should we get something back as compensation for the damage nerf, i.e. resource drain? Heck, I'll swap back a bit on this. Let, let them not give prime blooming all resource drain. Maybe something along the lines of 25 to 35% of your resource gets drained when it's on cooldown, including using your blue buff. You still can't use it because at the point, uh, with infinite pots and pots in general, resource drain on Moose is extra text that adds nothing combat wise. And mind you, it got nerfed. Awaken players as well, so all resource drain removal was done to both Musa, Awake, and Suck. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, are we referring to a patch from like five months ago? Yeah. Like, Musas have only uh, been buffed since then, so the, I'm the, not really sure. The problem, I, I understand where he's coming from, the drain being taken away on Blooming kind of sucks, but at the same time, that was a little busted. Like, it was acting as a group CC because you basically remove everyone's WP mana and when you did a blooming in a group and it would basically hard cc them it, they weren't actually cc'd but they couldn't do anything and they would get they would basically get stopped in the middle of their animations 
and uh, be unable to move like freely and do like abilities that costed uh, actual resource costs. So they would be fucked and they would just get follow up CC'd and killed. So it was pretty busted. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really, I don't really have an explanation for it other than that. Well, luckily, Moose's have been just nothing but buffed over for the last few weeks, so it should be fine. Um, Asfar says, hey, uh, so I'm an EU viewer. Love the podcast, by the way, and it's hella true. The average gear here is a lot lower than NA. I would say the majority of people is 269 Nuver or even lower. The lack of whales is also hella true. EU people are too stingy with their money, especially Germans that make up half the community. I'm 295 Nuver myself only because I spent a stupid amount of money Yet I feel like if I was to node war in NA, I'd just barely in the requirements or undergeared. Yeah, it depends on your DP. You'd be able to kill people, but not not against siege guilds. 295 Nuver basically it's like has a hard time killing people with high DP, especially Wizwitch with mana shield. Um Nautic says, What is this duel for spot? I grind underwater. I don't think I've ever had to duel down there. Everyone goes by the original history rules asking how long till they're done. If you're not willing to wait, hop because there's a free spot somewhere. Um, it's less common in underwater just because it's a lot easier to find a free spot. But it's like most prominent probably at Star's End. Or like any of the most popular spots. Probably in the new patch it'll be... Or when Odalita comes out, the 250 spot will have a lot of duel for spots too. Um, but yeah, it's definitely less common in, in Secrea, but it still happens. Um, Alexandra LaFortune says the meteor complaint seems to come out of nowhere. Did you mean absolute meteor or successions? My point of view is from absolute meteor. There, there are resemblances, uh, resemblances between Dream of Doom and Meteor Shower. It's very tempting to make the comparison. Really comes down to the speed of execution and what sort of class is in possession of the ability. Dream of Doom is stronger to Sork than Meteor is to Witch Wizard as Witch I'd happily trade Meteor for Dream of Doom given the proper animation cancels that come with it. But I agree Meteor is a very strong skill. The two ultimate skills, Blizzard and Meteor, were changed radically when it allowed ground target. And in both cases, for a massive improvement of the to the enjoyment of the skill, Blizzard damage and, and the slow was ridiculous. The damage was gutted to having no damage. The, mo the moment it hits three to four targets, slow remained. Meteor got really nice with the changes, but the cooldown was still very long. It's the absolute that the cooldown was reduced drastically from 90 seconds to 30 seconds. The cast speed seems fairly slow. It's a big spell. The proper damage for the impact, the cooldown is a little bit shorter, but long enough to not be spammed. I frankly don't think you're aiming in the right aspect that makes Wiz Witch a problem. Also, as suggested, having only knockdown as a crowd control element means the CC will happen about five seconds after the initial cast in the current form. Okay. Let me. Demi Hauser literally well, just responded to me, the fuck this witch is saying meteors is good as DOD. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me just address a couple of these things. So first of all, Dream of Doom doesn't have protection. Second of all, meteor the initial hit of it. So in succession, we'll just we'll talk about succession for a second. You have uh, a thing where if you cast an ability before your next ability, it speeds up your abilities. Okay. In Awakening, you have Speed Spell and Sage's Memory, which also speed up your abilities like a shitload. Um, Meteor, the initial CC of Meteor is fast and has such a small animation, and especially in Node War and Siege, where people either turn off animations or there's just too much going on, having a clear heat wave 
repeatedly stiffen you over and over you say like oh the knockdown's not for five seconds it's like well sure but from second one through five you're being stiffened over and over again so the knockdown happens no matter what because once you're stiffened that knockdown hits you also you're taking a ton of damage and it's protected for the entirety of the skill so while when i talk about wizard and witch obviously protected area is way more important and changing the balance of the game way more than meteor meteor is still an incredibly powerful skill it is a range skill very very far range with an aoe a cc and protection and it has multiple ticks of an a or multiple ticks of cc and the damage is actually huge on it there is no i understand what you mean about like being able to move after dream of doom but i i would guarantee that if a wizard or a witch could trade meteor for dream of doom there would be zero of them that actually do it after they feel what dream of doom is like on a wizard no one would ever do that that trade would just not be worth it even the absolute version there's just no way also the fast imminent doom version is only every whatever 23 seconds or 28 seconds or whatever the normal dream of doom is is a slow animation that has no protection during the whole thing and if you cancel it the damage doesn't go off it just cancels the skill meteor is like it's the most like i don't have to think about this but i'm about to save my entire team from trouble every time i cast this kind of skill it's like uh those do not even compare i'm sorry dream of doom is not remotely close to as powerful as meteor um, Nayashi, maybe you disagree. You just said that Dream of Doom is more powerful than Meteor. What? Or no. were you saying the opposite? I can I misunderstood. No, what Demi you said. Hauser was saying what a witch is comparing uh, Meteor to Dream of Doom in what world? Well, I <laughs> made the comparison last week. They're responding to what I said because I said I was talking about how powerful Meteor is, and I said imagine if the slow charge version of Dream of Doom had forward guard during the charge and super armor on the cast and while you were slow charging the dream Long of doom it, it stiffened every single hit with no like, like a, a hit scan stiffened too remember that meteor is like it's coming from the sky it's not a projectile that you can avoid yep it, it just is there instantly at your location so it's and you can turn it if, if they move after you can turn it and still cc them with it you're not turning Dream of Doom. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Those are not even close. Meteor is way, way, way more powerful. Um, Hauser's toxic. He says, which wizards have as much brain cells as their APM on the class? That's yeah, suck wizards high APM, right? I mean, suck wizards, they have a, they have a fair amount of APM, to be fair. Yeah, dude, they're fast. But they're awakening, like, I, I get it. They're like old StarCraft pros. Uh, Tim oh, says, are the same, yeah. These are the same people that tried to tell us that the speeding up of Voltaic's animation was actually a nerf. That person's in your chat right now, Russ. Um, I don't think he's in here anymore, but it wasn't just him. It was all of the witches in that Discord. Every single one of them was like, it's actually a nerf that its speed with its cast animation was cut in fucking half. Yeah. It's, you know, that's what it is, dude. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to insult this person. I just like, I really disagree. And I, I don't think, I, I don't know why you'd say, if you really think about it, I understand you're trying to make the point in your argument, but there's no way a wizard or a witch would take Dream of Doom over Meteor. There's just, I, I cannot, I'm trying to think of like, 
there's i just don't see how there's no way there's like just no way it's just worse in every single way um i don't know uh tim says how about they adjust the max market price of CAFRS to six mil plus what do you guys think about this because i'm hearing this more and more do you think that them increasing the CAFRS stone price would help with the CAFRS? no i mean the thing is with the price increase is that it doesn't change the fact that we're not going to have uh we're not going to be able to get enough CAFRS stones because now if i'm paying double i mean i still need you know, 40,000 Kaffir stones per piece or 29,000 Kaffir stones per piece, you know? I don't know. You need way too many Kaffirs to up the price on that to double the value. It's not just getting C10 on your armor. You want to be, like, constantly progressing through Kaffirs, and if it's just going to cost a shitload more, what? No. Yeah, it also would buff spots way too much as far as, like, yeah, value. Yeah, actually. Like suddenly stars and Sakrea. Probably better. <laughs> think about think about stars and Sakrea, the amount of money that you'd make, like if those five Kaffir stones per hour are now six mil each. Yeah, the problem like what someone's saying right now, the problem is not the price, it's the supply versus demand. They created too much of a demand in the form of a um the dead god armor and needing to hit C ten, and there's not enough supply. So there's not enough events going on that supply either ancient spirit, uh, what is this, ancient spirit crystals or whatever, the ones you combine. Ancient spirit dust and um, just straight up kaffirs. Someone said, ask Nayashi about uh, Makalod versus RBF crystals. Makalod versus RBF? What specifically? Yeah, you need to be more R specific. RBF does a lot of human damage and when you go full RBF, setup it's equivalent to like 60 extra or 50 ap i think it was if you get 60 human damage it's like 51 ap hidden so it's like they can take a 270 plus mail and make them feel like they hit for 290 um as an example petra have a shitload of stamina so as a timestamp and the word Bassanders, I feel like that's a spam comment. Void Null says, I know what you're thinking, but today I'm not here to denounce Frosty uh, for his anti-shy rhetoric. Instead, I'm here to remark upon his statement that horse trainers are weird. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we are a strong and dedicated people, and if you fail to show proper respect, then you best be careful what trails you travel or my four doom train my four doom train will run you down and spit you like a used horseshoe can't wait for t10 wow. doom ps rise and shine i kind of can't wait to see what the t10 doom is going to be as well to be honest dude that was um, a threat yeah i think t10 doom is going to be cool also t10 unicorn needs to be awesome because right now unicorn's kind of like underappreciated slash it's also just worse and Wait, do they have multiple kinds? I thought it was just one. Right now, it's just the Ardenaut, but they said when they officially when they first released it that there's going to be one for all of them. Really? Yeah. So um, that'll be cool. But yeah, horse trainers are. Um, so wait, what's the point of the black Pegasus then? I thought that was supposed to be the Doom Peggy. I mean, it's still a unique. I mean, it's still a black Pegasus. What do you mean? What's the point of it? It's still the only Pegasus that you could get that's black. I thought you were. I thought it was basically going to gain all the abilities, essentially, where it can travel on the desert, it can fly, and then it has the OP fucking charge. What the T10 Ardenaut? Yeah. No. No. Ooh. That's not happening. Random fucking uh, Layton. Hey, buddy. 
what does the T10 do? It's just more powerful version of the of the normal thing. Um, that's all. Uh, Johnny Player says plus ten points for content as per usual, plus minus two points for uh, hating on us poor EU players. We hated on poor EU players. Yeah, something. I think it was something. I mean, I imagine whenever they say hate in the comments, it's because of something I said. I apologize. Probably you. You are a very mean individual sometimes. Uh, Talented Sniping says, just heard about the global app changes to awakening skills. You guys must be really happy. Us Guardians can now put a bound on God Incinerator. Yeah, if that, I would be happy if that's the one you guys choose. Unfortunately, you're going to be choosing Shift F with the float. That I'm not happy about. The bound on yeah. God Incinerator is very powerful, but at least it has like some counterplay or like, you know, it, it has to hit you. You see like a wind up, like, and the range is like, even though it does have a big AOE, it's not like, it's not that big, you know? It's a normal, like, strong p protected skill. The Shift F one is just, like, unbelievable. Uh, Humanity says, I missed Rez. We, we missed Rez R2, dude. He was off doing girlfriend things or something. Apparently. They're off putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Oh, yeah, he was, he was, he was degreasing uh, seals off the coast uh -huh. anyway that's uh Dude, that's our comment section coming, coming coming back to new orleans are you gonna be uh heading back out huh dude the, the storm that's coming up you gonna head back out uh we're like on the very outer edge of it we're not too worried about it tbh gotcha and uh that's if it. it if it starts if it starts heading west then we'll start panicking true you want to close this out, Rez? I'm more east, like just into Florida. That'd be nice. Oh, fuck that. What the hell? I'm going that shit this way. <laughs> uh, just get, get all the Texans to collectively just go outside and start just... <sighs> just try and blow it east. Change the air current. <laughs> We're not going to be able to do right, our weekly belt bundle. No, we you actually do... might be able to. The woman's not home yet. I, uh... Apparently nobody in my guild is uh, bringing us out to Vel, so I don't. It, we I, unless I can join one of y'all's plats, I might not even be there. You can join a plat. I, I I'm out. I'm at, like at Vel already though. I have an alt there, so I'm just gonna swap over and join my guild plat. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm doing. That's normally what I do, but my guild We're apparently is not full, going though. today. We're usually pretty fucking full. Sometimes we have a second plat. I'll see if they do. We have a third plot. Oh, Kelvon, you got you got a plot? Okay, someone in my someone in my chat has a plot. I'm gonna join theirs. It's in 13 minutes, right? Yes. Yeah. So we have to bullshit for 13 minutes. All right, we could we could bullshit okay. for 13 minutes. Um. Imagine a so world. So I got uh, I got gains. You did? What'd you get? Yeah, dude, I got the pen red nose. Oh right, congratulations. Hey. Nice. I'm a big boy now. I only have one now more. Now you gotta get to go. it to C10, right? Yeah, it's already C3. Um, mostly because I took the Kaffirs out of my original uh, <laughs> tet. But uh, yeah, we got a we got a ways to go. That's progress for, sure. for you. Is yeah. uh, it's it's pretty huge. So now I'm at three thirty-five DP with Kudum and two twenty or three twenty-four with uh, Nova. So that's not bad. 
Oh, Victor I mean, clarified I'll, I'll blow the fuck up. on the crystal thing. He said, ask Nyash if he saw Heaton testing Macalod versus RBF. He said, two Macalod is better than armor or helm RBF crystals. Yeah, but it depends on what your build is. I already tested all this a while ago. I'm, it's it's a difference in play style. For example, if you go the uh, if you go full Viper or uh, if you go the full RBF with the the RBF Vipers, you'll have a lot of output and you'll blow up DR players no problem. And if you hit an evasion player with your blooming, for example, as for Mewa, which is our fifty percent accuracy skill, you'll blow them up. Um, but then your other skills won't hit as accurately, so you'll have those kinds of issues. But um, yeah, it's just it's a playstyle difference. Macaloads, all, all Macaloads offer is stamina, so you're going to be really squishy, dude. In comparison, and you'll have more stamina to maneuver around and whatnot. So it's nice, but as the trade-off is survivability. Sarak says, I usually listen to the podcast on YouTube at increased speed. Listening to them live makes it sound like they're slow and drunk. <laughs> you know what we That's... should do um we should play uh not today but uh maybe on another day or maybe next week on podcast don't say among like us yes please why say not no dude what about fall guys fall guys i don't have fall guys i'm, download. I'm down for either of those tbh dude among us is hilarious <sighs> it's really fun dude everyone's like gone pro in that game so it's like not fun anymore what about Everyone's like pro like, and they have like strategies. Like you need to come play with us. We have new people playing like every single time we play. There's like one I or two new it. people. I played it for the first time the other day and it was fucking hilarious. See, me playing Among Us right now with like Reslar and his friends would be like me telling Reslar like, Hey, come 1v1 me in StarCraft. It's really fun. <laughs> no, because just... it's a team game. Team. Yeah, are you right. a are you a, a silver uh, league player now, Frosty? I am having a hard time getting into silver. I went on a seven loss streak, but I'm close. I, the, the problem is that well, I don't understand. I I still contend that league's ranking system is one of the worst of any game I've ever played that has a ranking system. Because <laughs> so all right. It, how am I supposed to get into silver? Like, I'm actually on the brink of being demoted to bronze two from bronze one because I keep losing to people that are gold four and silver one. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, that's a little... I don't understand. It's like, can I fight against other people that are bronze one and silver four? Please. Why do I have to fight against fucking gold and silver two and silver one? It's like the weirdest concept to me. I, I will not understand it. Um, yeah, there's some there's some issues with the ranking for sure. I agree. Hopefully, eventually it evens out so I can play people that are close to my level. But it's it's really funny. Like one of the lines, I I I don't know if I said it to you guys before, but people are like, they'll ask me in game like, "Lol, what the fuck? Are you bronze or something?" I'm like, "Yeah, I I am." <laughs> like. That's, I know that's supposed to insult me, but that I just started playing the game and that is where I'm ranked and I don't know why it's putting me with people that are not my rank. I apologize. It's nothing I can do. All I can do is hit the play button. It's very strange. Um, but I'm feeling pretty good on, on Zach. Like, here's the thing is like, normally when I'm playing with my friends that are higher rank in uh, unranked matches, um, 
I basically contribute nothing and my KDA is like either zero, zero, zero or just wildly negative. Um, now it's almost always positive with like a ton of assists and stuff. So I actually can like kind of hold my own. Getting a little That's better. Good. Just play Garen Top or Darius. Uh, I don't know why, like, I don't know what it is. I, I just, every time I try to play a lane, I just don't have any fun at all. So I, I just play jungle. I don't know what it is about lanes. I feel like I, I enjoy more just like having to stare at the minimap and, and think about what's going on in all the lanes versus like just 1v1ing someone in my lane. The last time I played with you, you didn't do either of those. You just argued about Apple phones the whole time. Yeah. Dude, did you guys see? <laughs> iOS 14 has some cool stuff, man. I've been thinking about trying to get gold. Because I, I, I kind of like... I'm a sucker for like exclusive skins or whatever, so I'm like, oh, if I can just get gold, then I can get that championship skin. He's so nice. Also, I don't know if I told you this, Rossi, but I got an AP Blackstone the other day. Oh shit! Where are you gonna use it? I don't know. I'm thinking I'm probably either gonna have to merc or maybe I'll just meme and like pop it in RBF just for fucks. Like whatever. No, dude, you should. uh You could do this for one of the YouTube videos on your channel. Pop it in a T1 Node War. And see how much it helps. It won't help at all. <laughs> just, to, just to see, dude, for science. Like, maybe they forgot that the Blackstone uh, adds AP and they don't cap it. You never know. Oh, no, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> maybe if it was the DP one, I would do that. But that AP one, dude, that's a, that's a lot of damage, dude. Yeah. And it's my first It's my first pure Blackstone ever since launch. I don't oh, think shit. I'm wasted. I've had a horrible RNG with it, and everyone's like, well, you need to go grind Gahaz. Listen, I've put hours, probably hundreds, if not thousands of hours into Gahaz back in the day. Never dropped a pure Blackstone. Okay, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I've gotten the jump one the last two times, which is annoying. That one sucks. It's like jump Val. height and move speed. So Val a while back got the uh, cast speed one and he popped it in a Nodor. Because that, you know, you can use that in a T1 Nodor. Cause it's just your cast speed and attack speed. So it was, it was like a nerf to all his super armor skills? Yeah, it was basically his whole kit was just nerfed to the ground. <laughs> he was useless. <laughs> Figures. Poor, wizard. Poor wizards and witches, dude. They go through so much. Um, what is it? Five more minutes, dude. Five more minutes. Now, actually, I'm, I want to know what your second class is going to be with this tag system. I think he has a phone call. He said BRB phone. Oh, okay. I'm back. Sorry. I just oh, literally got off the phone. Now, actually, with this tag system, what second class are you going to play? Um, I don't know, honestly. I don't have a character that's level 60 that I actually know the skills of. I mean... Nope. I guess I'll have to work on one. <laughs> yeah. You hear that, everyone? He's a Maywell that wins most of his fights. He has no idea what the other classes do. This is grabbing his brain dead. Imagine. <laughs> he fragged... So Mina says he fragged out with it. It's actually really good on Witch. Why is it really good on Witch, Mina? Explain. The cast speed one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Explain to me why the cast speed... The, the cast speed pure blackstone is really good on Witch, Mina. Out of curiosity, tell me. I'm curious. 
And then I got a follow-up question for you after that. Dude, I'm never going to get those poppies. It's like what is your Reza, what do you think your second character is going to be? I know you're probably going to be a little bit on the... Zerker? Uh... Hello? Well, your tag character, bro. Zerker? Hello? He's an archer main. I'll just, I'll just have a second Maywell. One awakening, one... No, he's, one he's an archer main. I, and I don't want to accept it either. It's disgusting. I don't know why he doesn't do Zerker and Awaken Wizard, dude. I just think Rezar and Awaken Wizard makes the most sense. Because I like Archer. Archer's busted. Yeah, but Bolide suits you so well. You're a Bolide kind of a guy. Bolide is a fun skill to use. It is. It the animation so, it, on it is great. It actually it's is. It's one of my favorite abilities along with I also really like uh BSR Titan Blow. Uh Butt Cruster is really dope to use. Bolide, especially the hundred percent bolide is really sick. Is there any situation where the forward guard on Titan's blow would actually be useful? No. Yikes. What about 1v1? No. Ground lifting is just better? Yeah. Literally, like, that's by far the worst one. The worst spawn skill. It's, is... it's just aren't good. Ground lifting being a protected CC. Maybe I'm crazy, but is, is that not, like, the main... Thing that Zerker's missing for one v ones, it's like a kind of yeah, because it's an en so. engage, right? Like pretty quick. You very rarely catch people with ground lifting, but yeah, right. But if you can use it more willy nilly, maybe you would. Like if you're safe during it. Uh, or, yeah, I mean, there's definitely situations where you do Lava Piercer into Grapple or C-Swap because it's safe rather than the ground lifting. So now, with the ground lifting being protected, you can definitely get more attempts in of getting that ground lifting because you, you feel safe about it, right? Right. I think the ground lifting thing is going to be really good for Zerker, honestly. I think you take Bond ground lifting, you're looking really good, in all honesty. Yeah. Riz, did you uh, still need a plat? No, 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 no. Someone in my stream got me. Um, Desiree, you use Nuver until you can get to... You can swap at 261 Kudum, but you for sure will see benefit at 265 Kudum. So once you can hit 265 Kudum, you definitely want to use Kudum for PvE. Yes. Or you can be like me and still use Nuver at 285. Or that. See, that that surprises me a little bit, Rezar, because you could just make... If you just enhance one Pentavala offhand and then convert it over, you'll have a Kudum. That costs True. you basically nothing. He's not wrong. Yeah, but I want more damage. Why do I need Kudum? Well, that's what that does. It gives you more damage. No, it doesn't. It gives you yeah. PvE damage. Yeah, it does. It gives you way more. Hmm, doubt. Press X to doubt. I already have enough accuracy I have a tech on. It's not that. It's the PvE monster damage. I, I don't... Why do I give a fuck about PvE monster damage? Hello? I want to kill people. I, oh, you're not grinding? This is why he'll always this, be 285. During this podcast <laughs> is basically the only time I grind. <laughs> this is why Turtles Reslar will always be... Turtle says I'm going to, uh, I'm going to tag a guardian and turn my brain cells off to grind the rest of this money for Pen Ogre. 
Dude, this tag system when I was going for my pen ogre would have been so fucking nice. Yeah? Yeah. I would have done the whole thing on a completely different class. You know what a lot of people are going to be tagging? Succession Striker. Because it's PvE is fucking insane. Can we just take a second? I, I just feel like we didn't talk enough about how busted Bond Murderous Intent is going to be. You know? People sleeping on it. I can't believe any ninjas I mean, tell the, me the, they'd rather have katana showers. Blows my the mind. Fact that, the fact that it's a three second movement protected CC. I mean, that is insane and that does not belong in this game on any class and should be removed or nerfed into the ground. That's a, And it's a stiffness, which is a great CC off of what you're doing on ninja and a DP debuff. Yeah. It's I I just think any skill I I just think any skill that's protected CCs moves you and has a three second cooldown is a little insane and should probably be nerfed. That's all I'm saying. Yes, the tagging system is definitely coming. Uh, prey hots. Ashley, would you agree with me on that sentiment? What was it again? Sorry. That uh, bond murderous intent, right? It's a skill that. Has a three second cooldown. It moves him. It's protected and it CCs. It, it's gonna it's be. It's gonna be even. It, it's gonna be really strong. In one v ones. Yeah, those, that For type sure. of skill just shouldn't exist. It should definitely be nerfed, right? Rezar is being a dick because he has meteor dive, which you know moves you, ignores collision, stiffens, has protection. Six second cooldown. Hello. I know that's it's so meteor hard to dive. manage that. Meteor dive is busted. Dive. Meteor dive is busted. But here's the thing, I'm open, I'm the first one to say that Archer is busted as fuck. Hello? I only think Meteor Dive is busted because of the psychological implications it, it has on Ranger. When they got their, their <laughs> fucking call from Sky, iframe removed, and now it's a super armor with no CC on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Rangers, dude. Uh... Yeah, you know what's crazy to think about? for a while, though, that Archer is busted. It's just the fact... It, Guardian came out, and then that was more insane than Archer, and then Suck Wizard came out, which was more insane than both of them. And so now everyone's like, yeah, Archer seems pretty fine, because it's like just tame by comparison, basically. I have some food for thought for you guys. Think about the the way Reslar is talking about Murderous Intent, right? That it, it's super armor on that, on a protected movement stiffen, right? Which is insane. We all would agree, like, that's really, really powerful. Um... People keep telling me, like, one of the problems with this new bond system is that it's just going back to the old CC system. Let me give you an example of why it's not going back to the old CC system. Because of that reaction to murderous intent. With, it, with murderous intent, having that stiffness on it is, is, like, such an insane idea. But pre-CC system, murderous intent had super armor. And nobody cared. That's how insane the old system was. That murderous intense CC with super armor was like nobody gave a fuck because you never got CC'd by it because we were always in super armor. <laughs> we had unlimited stamina, unlimited super armor, unlimited iframes, and unlimited frontal guards. So, like, that's how fucking I mean, nutty it is. I, I, I said this when we were hanging out in Discord talking about the global na uh, the global app changes. Anyone who thinks that this bond change, this bond skills, is us quote-unquote going back to the old system did not play when we had the old system. 
Yeah. I mean, at first hot. it kind of seemed that way when I looked at it, and I even kind of slowly mentioned it too. I thought it was a little funny that they're going back on a lot of this stuff, but there again, I, I don't, I don't agree fully that that's the case. I think it's just there were also yeah, two I other. Fair, I think it's, I think it's a uh, a new approach for players to play the game for their class. Mix it up, you know, keep things interesting. There were a couple All other right. things that changed. There were major changes back in the day too, if you remember. All right, let's switch characters. Get ready for this. But did I not get a? Nah, she didn't even get one. <laughs> uh oh. When, when the uh, why do people hate the new CC system? Because you get CC'd more often, which I think is a fair reason to hate the new CC system. But the old CC system was like everyone was protected all the time. Um. Plus, people people romanticize the past. It the problem was the transition was rough. Like now, yeah, the, the game was the not in the state it's in now. The transition was really, really rough. Because <laughs> they removed they removed all the protections and first, left all the CCs. Yeah, at first they removed all the protections, <laughs> left all the CCs. That first node war, I remember like half my guild wanted to quit. I was like GM of a yeah. guild. I'm trying to shot call, and everyone is just getting getting CC'd constantly. <laughs> And they're like, dude, this is not fun, man. I'm sorry. Like, I just can't. Plus, the yeah. muscle memory of using skills that used to be protected and having to, like, convince yourself not to do it anymore. There yeah, are... that. Oh, my God. That was I just so remember, fucking annoying. I literally, like, two weeks before those CC changes hit, probably, I rerolled to Wizard. And so when the CC changes hit and all the Warriors, because I was playing Warrior at the time, all the warriors were like, we lost our lingering. I was just like, ha ha ha, idiots. I know. Wizard Witch got to keep this. But the other two changes were the evasion system used to affect CCs. So every, yep. every single hit had a potential to CC you. So the higher your evasion, the less chance you were to be CC'd. And then um, the combo system. Like you could be, you could be stunned, stiff, uh, stun floated and then re-grabbed on the ground. Like you could extend combos forever, especially if you yeah. had grabs. So it was fucking crazy. Yeah, I like that they changed that aspect where you can't really do that. Like, minus a couple classes. Alright, All right. you ready to open this? Yeah, you ready for the countdown? I didn't get one because Musassin fucked me. <laughs> he fucked you. Wait, how? I don't know. I, maybe he wasn't hitting Vel when he thought he was, and I didn't get credit. Dude, I was in his. I was in his plat. Well, now you got to tell him that. See, Musa is busted, and it's inconveniencing everyone. Um, Musa has accuracy on everything. Yeah, no, yeah, going forward, Musa has accuracy on everything, and it fucking needs to be nerfed. Um, all right, here we go, Rez. You ready? <laughs> if we both let's yeah. both get one, fuck Nayashi. Let's both get one, fuck Nayashi. If, if any right. of you guys get one, I'm gonna be so <laughs> here. We go on three, one, two, three. Uh, nope, <laughs> oh, thank god. This game so sucks, dude. Well, you know what? We did get that you didn't get three Kaffir stones, bitch. Oh man, I'm so you can't sad. buy those, dude. You can't even buy those. You you know you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, did we do closing remarks? That's our show, everybody. Yeah. Um, we didn't. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out. If you guys want to check out the the live stream every week, we stream it on our respective streams: Twitch.tv/slash/NotResLar, 
twitch.tv slash nayashi underscore na and twitch.tv slash so frosty make sure you join the discord as well if you want to talk to us converse argue with people there's actually like it's pretty lively in there there's always stuff to talk about people are always sharing their gear arguing about stuff talking about the new changes it's it's fun nine times out of ten it's arguing about mooses <laughs> yeah moose gets brought up a lot in there they're, those are always fun too you know they're they're pretty fun so uh, make sure you do that, and, and again, thank you to the supporters through Patreon who support us. We appreciate that very much. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's it. Am I missing anything, Rose? Uh, no. Oh, if I you want to comment, so. you can leave a comment on the YouTube. We always respond or read the comments on the show as long as they're not just insulting or uh, racist. So make sure I, you leave I do a comment. Also before we check out check out i do also want to point out occasionally we get comments saying what's the intro outro music it's from frosty's band if you don't know frosty has a band it's called hello stranger he's the drummer in it and they provide the intro and the outro music for this podcast you're probably listening to the outro right now so if you're interested in checking out frosty and his band's music uh the links are in the description it's hello stranger so do check that out because they're awesome they make good shit but yeah, that's going to be it, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed, and we'll catch you next week.